0: Well, welcome back to another edition of the i'm always right sports podcast i am your host as always the mouth of michigan robin Dyke. with me as always my co-host the merc zone mike merkel i'm here he is here we're locked we're loaded we're ready to go we have a huge show today this is gonna be a long one folks so buckle up uh we got a lot of stuff to go over this week mike obviously we've got uh the usfl debuting next week so we're going to be going over that the the rule changes that they have there uh some unique presentation stuff that they're going into as well um as well as just some expectations uh for the new league uh we're also gonna be talking the new nfl overtime rules we've got a mock draft for you we're gonna be talking tiger baseball as we kick off the season we're talking nba playoffs and wrestlemania night Two review there is so much stuff to go over i can't even begin to describe it so let's jump right in um mike you tweeted earlier in the week you know you tweeted me you tweeted the the uh, i'm always right official twitter account at i'm always right pc um about the new cam reviews for the usfl so we're going to get to that in a second but before we even get into that before we get into the rules right it's a new league um michigan has a team which is Mm -hmm. pretty darn cool shea patterson continues to haunt my life because he's the quarterback there but um, talk to me just a little bit about maybe your opening expectations or what you're hoping um, from a from a gameplay perspective, like the quality of gameplay. Um, how excited are you? Like, maybe on a scale of one to ten, just your or, you know your thoughts going into a new
1: a new football season
0: that you know the whole bunch of guys that we don't we don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, and when we go over these rules, it'll basically be, if you listen to this podcast two two years yeah. ago, when we were talking about the beginning of the XFL, yeah. it's almost exactly like that, except yes. instead of announcing a team that we're going to bandwagon forever, <laughs> we just have a team because they're yeah. a Michigan team, so we right. might as well just be that team's favorite, even though Jordan Tomu was on a different team. So had a chance to take him. Had a chance was, to take isn't him. Isn't it amazing how we were texting back and forth, this is a
0: sidebar, but we were texting back and forth, and literally during the draft, we're both like, oh, Jordan Pan was available. I was like, oh, man, if they can get him. And then we go, oh, Michigan's got the first overall pick. Maybe it's the thing. And then they take Shay Patterson and we both go, How is it that this team has never played a snap and we're
1: already upset? Yeah. <laughs> like it was funny because like literally, like I was sitting there, I was like, We got the first pick, and Shay Patterson wasn't even on the open no, boards. No. So I didn't even know he was available. I didn't either. And no. then they were like, Shea Patterson. I was like, He's really gonna haunt my dreams. Yeah. I, I watched his combine. Yeah. Exactly. He missed the guy by forty yards. You,
0: you knew it's bad when in the combine Daniel Jeremiah is like, I just don't see any redeemable quality. It's yeah. like he's like, he's a fringe backup, and I'm like Oh my god. god, like this is
1: terrible. So so yeah, so we got that guy. Um and
0: Paxton Lynch, former yeah. first round pick of the NFL draft. Played a little Denver. bit by yeah.
1: for Denver. Oh god. Um, rough.
0: And Seattle. I think he played for Seattle too, didn't he? Yeah, As he a did backup. For, for backup. Yeah. Um yeah,
1: anyway. but either way, so my expectation is probably if you watch the first four weeks before I got deleted yeah i guess it's COVID. or for yeah. covid reasons probably the exact same as the xfl where since everyone's on a playing uh, even playing field in terms of like abilities probably yeah. it, it will actually probably end up being like Relative go- competitive. relatively competitive to yeah. watch mm-hmm. because like the nfl everyone's like so great that but like since there's so many teams you're so dispersed yeah. i think because of the eight team format everyone's relatively probably about the same so it comes down to coaching and just like that kind of stuff and who can develop okay players better than the other teams kind of. So I think it should be fun. I think it's going to be the fun thing about it. And I think the fun thing about college to an extent Mm -hmm. is like the NFL, everyone's like almost perfect at everything. Mm -hmm. So you rarely see like, you know, drop passes or you see like if they're going for an onside kick or whatever, it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, so you're basically going to get it every single time because these guys are pros. So they're like ready for all this stuff. I think the fun thing about college, it's like, man, like fourth and 10, this guy could just drop a wide open pass. Right. Or, like, you could misread a concept oh, yeah. or Absolutely. miss some tackles or whatever. I think the USFL is going to bring that, like, unpredictability of, like, you know, that you could be the best team. But you just have like that bad day and you miss a couple tackles and then it's like so, now you're losing by a lot. You know what I mean? It's like right. that kind of fun thing. Yeah, and
0: I think that's one of those things where I think times, I think plays, situations that we maybe take for granted in the NFL at times. I think you're going to be like, oh, I wouldn't have seen that in the NFL. They, oh, they blew this or yeah. this happened. Yeah, you know but you I cannot believe you this blow a happening.
1: twenty-one point lead in the fourth quarter because right. you just don't know how exactly. to close out the game because you're not professional
0: did you see this right now guess who's the favorite i'm on covers.com by stretch just as for vegas odds right yeah. no, for, to win uh, to win the usfl championship
1: who's the favorite right now yeah um i would okay i don't know all the teams off like all off the top so, of my I'll head be, i'll give you the G- team give me names. the teams oh, okay, i'll give you the teams okay I,
0: birmingham stallions uh michigan panthers houston gamblers new jersey generals pittsburgh maulers philadelphia stars Tampa Bay Bandits
1: and the New Orleans Breakers. Okay. I am between um who is the Go Breakers. No, who who what terrible. was the second team you said? The Houston Gamblers. Yeah, so I'm I, between I'll, them yeah. and um Actually I'm just gonna go gamblers.
0: Okay. So they are at +750 right now. This is for covers.com. I don't know how official this site is. I don't I'm not the bet guy. Mike's the bet guy. I just did this a rough look up. The Michigan Panthers are favored to win the championship this year.
1: See, I would okay, that, that doesn't think, shock me because you had the number 1 overall pick. Well, well because remember, of the draft snake draft, But
0: here's I you know why I think they are the favorites right mm-hmm. now is mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher. Probably, he's the yeah. most notable coach yeah. in this league. I know, like Kevin Sumlin coached Texas A&M for a hot minute. Mike Riley was the coach of Oregon State, but like Jeff Fisher's gone to a Super Bowl. Like he's yeah. produced Pro Bowl players. He's won divisions. Like as much as we want to laugh about, I'm not. I'm tired of going eight and eight, which is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. He definitely has the most experience by a large margin when it comes to developing, developing talent and and winning really yeah. if we're being honest right just winning in general like i know um i think tampa bay has uh the former oc from the uh pittsburgh i can't remember his name now but he was the um coach in cleveland too mm-hmm. but like he's probably one of those other guys where people are like oh he's got head coaching experience he used to be the head coach for kansas city and stuff but i'm like even then it's, it's apples and oranges a little bit you know yeah
1: i, I mean i'm not shot the panthers are i yeah. think uh the team with Jordan Tamu, I heard, like, a lot of people are like, oh, this team's, like, deeper. Yeah. For the people that actually know a lot about the USFL <laughs> and, like, a lot of the people right. who, like, watch a lot of, like, those guys. Yeah. Um, So I, that's why I picked that team because I think a lot – the hype around that team is pretty high. But Michigan having, you know, the number one overall quarterback pick plus a lot of high rounds in, like, the mid-rounds, mm-hmm. like, they ended up – Cause it was weird, cause it was it was a stink draft. But for watching the first it, couple, for the first couple. But then it way. was like it was like almost like they randomly selected each round after that. Because like Michigan the, would pick yeah. like five, then six, then two, then eight. Then yeah. three. I was like, I, think I don't know how. Give
0: us some competitive balance. Was like, okay, the very first round and the second round, the first two rounds. I think we're like, okay, let's up and down and after that it's like okay well what about the team? yeah it's like wide receiver yeah how come y- he doesn't oh we yeah. never get the first pick of anything
1: yeah like- so i think yeah they, i think they were trying to make it fair so yeah. they're moving people all around so i think at the end of the day it probably like mathematically was worked even yeah. and worked out so right now but- just
0: give you an order right so michigan panthers are the favorite then tampa bay bandits then yeah the-, the bandits are the yeah. other team too philadelphia That's- stars birmingham stallions new jersey generals i have a story about the generals here in a second too which i think is hilarious pittsburgh maulers Houston gamblers and new Orleans breakers yeah. in that order. I
1: think the, the, who's the thing with the bandits. Yeah. The, I, th- I think those are the team I was talking yeah. about is, yeah, like yeah, I think they're, the, yeah, I think they're kind of interchangeable, yeah. but
0: uh, what's funny. So the new Jersey generals, they had the fourth overall pick in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they cut their guy that they drafted number four because he broke his foot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the funniest, most USFL slash developmental football league thing ever. It's, oh, the very first pick in the new franchise's history, you broke your foot, you're useless. I can't use you for this season. Yeah. So we're just gonna yeah, we you. literally only
1: have 30 slots, so it's like we can't <laughs> yeah. we can't hold hilarious. you. And then
0: they have things where these guys just didn't report after getting drafted, so they had to go sign other people because they just didn't show up. I yeah. was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Um, okay. I also thought
1: that was crazy, too. It's like the yeah. amount of slots that you have, yeah. like there's like no backups anywhere. No, it's
0: like, oh, then that's the thing. So part of the draft process – Um, I think we went over this, too. We're like, you could forego a pick in a later round to get an extra extra pick in a round. So, like, okay, we need – I want to get an extra tackle. So, I'm going to say – in another round yet to be determined, yet by me, mm-hmm. I can. I don't want to pick in another round later on, but yeah. I, I want to. Kick I don't want to pick, pick this here. third receiver round. Yes. I want, I'd rather have this offensive and tackle like, so round. So like a lot of a lot of teams didn't pick long snappers or a lot of teams didn't pick kickers or punters, or something which like I that. think is great I'm like, yeah. you're gonna go
1: without a kicker? Well, no. I, so then they go and fill afterwards yeah, yeah. type
0: deal. But like it's, it's like when the Lions cut both their kickers. Yeah. They didn't have a kick, and they're like, yeah, it's because neither one are all that great. We can go find one in waivers. Yeah. Um, it was just interesting to see the kind of the the moving around piece. And stuff like that, and it's hard for these guys too. They're the general managers and the head coach, mm-hmm. so like, there's a lot of people to like parse through on a what did they have like a day, a couple day combine to mm-hmm. figure out who can play and who can't. So you're like, yikes, you know? Yeah. I mean? So it's gonna be fun for sure. Let's get into some of these rules though. Um, it, it's you know, it's gonna have to be a different presentation. We've talked at nauseam about how for leagues like the XFL, leagues like the USFL to survive, it has to be different. It just can't be. Football Presented the same way With the same You know Same style The same everything Same process the Same rules Because you're just then Going to be watching An inferior product And no mm-hmm. one's going to care um, So you, you have to do something To captivate an audience I think We're both in agreement By saying I think the XFL Did a great job Of at least Presenting the game In a different way Mm -hmm. Adding some elements from a viewing perspective that made things more exciting, considering that maybe the product on the field was not as good. I think you kind of hid that a little bit by accentuating some of the presentations, hearing play calls, hearing the review process, the extra point conversions, all that stuff. So I think they did a really nice job here. And I think the USFL is off to a right start by implementing some of these changes that the XFL was trying to do.
1: Yeah, so I have, I think it was like four of the, yeah. the big Yeah, some the, of the real, stuff you're going to notice right, from, off the yeah, right off the bat. So the first one is the possible three-point try. Yep. So now in the NFL, you score a touchdown, you kick the extra point. That's yep. your only real option. You can go for two. Mm-hmm. Now the, the US is adding a three-point try. Mm-hmm. So you score a touchdown, you can either kick the extra point, like the same as the NFL from the 15-yard line, you yep. get one point. You can take a two-point conversion from the two-yard line. Now you have an additional option where you can do a three-point try um, and the ball gets placed at the 10-yard line. So now being down 18 is technically now a two-possession game still, which I think is – it's fun. a fun twist yeah. because it makes your team really never never really out of it. And I think that's part of it. And they want to they want to and this is something that they've
0: I've communicated outwardly is yeah. that we want to promote scoring. We yeah. want this to be explosive. We want this to be high-scoring games that are fun for people to go, "Oh my gosh, it's like a it's just back and forth, back and forth." Because yep. everybody talks about those Alabama LSU games where the final two best defenses doesn't matter. It's 42 to 35 and you're like, I am exhausted.
1: Yeah. That's what the USFL wants. Yes. Um, we have the onside kick alternative, which I think could be this is, awesome. Yeah, this could be a in, lot In some, some situations, I think this would be awesome. Yep. So you can do the onside kick as an option still yep. if you want to. Yep. Uh, if you have a good kicker and you, you feel confident yeah. in that. But every team has a second option. Teams can choose to try and convert one fourth and 12 play from their own 33-yard line. Mm-hmm. If they can get the 12 yards, they will keep the ball where – yeah, they get it. They got so it, yeah. they started on 33. If they throw a 30-yard yep. deep shot to the middle of the field, they catch it, then they will get the ball at the opponent's whatever 40 whatever wherever the ball ended up you just have to get the 12 yard minimum right and so you you have to get right it's basically like
0: you just convert your fourth down you just keep driving you just keep driving
1: like normal Um, yeah um and you can do this as many times as you want also that
0: was the part was a little shocking to me i thought maybe because we we talked about this before even off air about maybe the nfl doing something like that right where they maybe there's a way to keep the pressure on like even if you're winning by like Maybe you only are up by three. And you're like, maybe we just take the risk here. Yeah. There's Four minutes left. Maybe we just go for it and, and try to get they, it. They off. get it. They score. We have time. But if not, maybe we just kill this clock out. Yeah. The fact that they're not limiting it to like the, maybe the fourth quarter, I thought was
1: really interesting. Mm-hmm. I 100 percent agree. I think yeah. this could be really fun. I think I think a team like Kansas City would oh abuse God. the crap out of this, oh my gosh. Yeah, and right. I don't think you would ever get the like if you were a bet if you were like the Jets. Yeah. They could go four straight possessions.
0: Yeah, and they just couldn't stop And, and you go, could not stop you. Huh. All and, right, like, it would be,
1: like, on ESPN, you'd go, Chiefs, 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 but no Jets You'd stripes. see a lot more
0: games where you're like, oh, so... And you'd see the stats. Like, every stat, every statistical season would be destroyed. Yeah. you like, oh, Mahomes had 80 touchdowns. Why? Well, they scored nine times in a row without the other teams touching the ball. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> because the defense didn't even have to go
1: out there. <laughs> so, crazy. I think the NFL... Would have to modify this. I think if you were up by like three touchdowns, I think maybe it's a rule. It's like, or maybe you
0: can't do it on. Maybe if you do it back to back, so you score, you get it, and then you score again, you can't. You can't do it it a third time. time. Yeah, Yeah, like you have to kick it away. Like because you have to give. You have to because unless the the worst thing in the world is for you to. Oh, it's fifty-six to nothing, and it's the second half, and third quarter. You go. That's over.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that, or it's like maybe that's a rule if you're ahead. Yeah. But if you're behind, you right. can do it Go as many forward. times as you right. want to try to. Catch. If you're down 30 points, yeah. you can do it four times in a row but right. something. I think that's something you could play with. But as of right now, it's you can do it as many times as you want. That's, that's and me. I think in a in a league that's not a pro sport, yeah. I think you're never gonna you're not gonna see it many times. Do yeah. it more than two times in a row. Yeah. So
0: I think there's a rule too. I don't know if this is mentioned on there about the USFL is that they're on the first down you don't have chains. It's all there's a there's a signal in the ball that they're doing. They're testing something out there with just first downs apparently too. I don't know hmm. what it's. I don't know what it's fully about. So like, there's no chain gang for mm-hmm. first down for whatever. Reason. Oh,
1: the yeah. yeah, the the new so yeah. So they have a new um, ball spotting system yes. thing. Yeah. So like, when you get close to a first down, it's like as close as possible. Right. Where like yeah, you exactly. actually and it's cool because the visual they showed on Twitter was like you see the yellow line and you see like the exact ball placement and you can see like how close it was. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's they issue. they do have that too. I was gonna I was gonna mention that when we talked because I was gonna mention the. The camera thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, that was yeah. like included mm-hmm. yeah, in there. For sure. Um so we got clock stoppages. So unlike the NFL, the clock will stop following a first down like college. during the final yeah. Yeah, like college. um Accordingly, this should create more offense plays during the end. So this is only in the the after the two minute warning though. Oh, okay. That's so it's going to be the NFL style until, until the two minute yeah. warning, yeah. and then they're going to do Roll the along plex. the game more yeah. possessions,
0: equals more points. Yeah, equals more it highlights. says
1: yeah, it says in this that um it's gonna it's only for the second quarter of each half to add excitement before halftime at the end of the game. Makes so sense. you're gonna and yeah. it gives a team that's like behind like you don't have to use your timeouts necessarily. Right. I think that's the thing about college is like when you're down seven, you give the the other team with like a minute left you're right. like yeah but you could get you could use the yeah, middle of the field exactly. still yeah. like it's, it's not like the yeah you yeah. have a lot of time there so i think that's the same thing here and then finally i think this is the last one yeah the uh, overtime shootout rule which i think is a very we didn't see it in the xfl yeah but i think could be insanely crazy yeah if like if it's implemented mm-hmm. so basically to throw out the idea I'm going to use like Lions-Packers for NFL because it's easy. <laughs> yeah. So on one side of the field, you have the Lions offense and the Packers defense. Yep. The other side of the field, you have the Packers offense and the Lions defense. They're on the field at the exact same time, just right. on opposite end zones. Yep. And you do the coin toss. The weight team calls it. If they win the toss, they get to choose if they want to go first or go second. You you'll yep. always go second because no <laughs> reason to go first. <laughs>
0: Um, Can't wait to talk about the NFL overtime rules later. (laughs) Oh, God,
1: yeah. Um, But, uh, and then, so, basically, each team will get the ball at the two-yard line, and you have five, best of three. Okay, so, you have three shots to get into the end zone. It's basically a soccer shootout at that point, right? So, the Packers will go, they'll run one play. If they get it, they get a point, basically. Right. Right? Lions run a play. If they get it, they get a point, right? Packers run a play, they don't get it, so they don't get the point. Lions, basically, it's first one to three. Yeah wins overtime and wins the game. I think this could be insane. I was thinking back if the Chiefs Bills game from the playoffs had this. I think we'd still be playing. I think we'd still be playing. (laughs) But it would be just so crazy of like just one play back and forth, like who's gonna make that first mistake. I hope it
0: only counts for a point too. So it's like one two three four five Yeah. I don't
1: see that's the thing is I don't know if scoring perspective I yeah, I don't know if I'm guessing
0: it's gonna be just like that. It'll be like a one point Yeah,
1: I don't know if it's gonna affect the end score necessarily. Like if it's like twenty one twenty one and they yeah. get two and they get one. I don't know if the final score is going to be 23-22. Yeah. Or if it's going to be like 21-22 with like a hash under that's like yeah. overtime 2-1 I kind of they'll thing. I think
0: will handle it like they do hockey. So like in hockey, right? So it's tied 1-1. Red Wings score, they go up 2 1. Avalanche score, it's 2 right? 2. Yeah. And they, so final shootout was 5 to what well, they win. Yeah. You know, final, win, they win five, four, but final
1: slash right. overtime was yes. 23 22, exactly. but it was like overtime right. started at 21 21. Right, I don't right. know exactly how the scoreboard will show that exactly, yeah. like you said, but I've, I think it's fun. Yeah. I think the NFL is
0: really going to start paying attention. I know they're partnered technically now with the XFL, and we'll talk about them next year as they kind of get rolling, but, um, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I'm excited for this new league. A, I like the fact that Michigan just has a team. That's first and foremost. That's always nice. To, yeah, it's an easy way to kind of get into it. Um, I'm excited though. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, um, regardless of how Michigan does. Personally, like I just think that football's football, and I think that's kind of what they're banking on a little bit. You know, yeah. and it's and it's got the money behind it. It's owned by Fox. This isn't a outsider trying to come into the sports world. I know, you know, Vince, not really, but like just in general, right? This isn't some random. A couple billionaires that are just like, Hey, we're gonna throw a hundred million dollars at this mm. to see what happens. Um, there's legitimate thought put into it. Um, they've got some names in the head coaching side that people are like, okay, right, I kinda mm. I know that. You got some players that you can kind of pick out. You can go, okay, I remember them from this place or big college name, blah, 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 blah. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Um, All right, speaking of uh, rules, let's go to the NFL overtime rules. So we had the owners meetings. Last week we talked about the Lions getting hard knocks. They're getting the 2024 NFL draft. Super excited about that. Um, But uh, outside of that, too, the NFL overtime rules have been changed a little bit. So, Mike, I'm going to let you go here because – I feel like you're going to have some pretty strong opinions yes. on this overtime rule change. Yeah, so, so first, explain the
1: rule, and then kind of. Yeah. So I I did not like the rule change <laughs> personally. I thought there were two options I would have preferred that okay. they do. So basically, what they decided to do, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm 99, sure this is the one that they <laughs> yeah. went with, was this is only um, for the playoffs. This is only yeah. for the playoffs too. Yeah. No, is no regular season. season, which I think is fine because I think if yeah. you tie in the. It's whatever, but uh, you can't tie in the playoffs. Um, is first team gets the ball, they go down, no matter what the outcome of it is, mm-hmm. the other team gets a second chance with the ball. And then, if both teams have the ball and it's still tied after both teams possess the ball once, then, then it's, it's sudden, sudden death. death. Yes, correct. Now, so, yeah, so Chiefs go down and score a touchdown. Bills get an opportunity
0: to then it's, also go. Score it's t- re- it's it's
1: it's a normal game of college rules, kind of yes. where both teams equally get one shot at it. Yeah. Except you don't go into multiple overtimes if you don't. It's just right. like a running quarters still. Yes. But uh, both teams will get, at least get one shot with the ball. My, I don't. I I guess I don't necessarily have a problem with the rule. Yeah. I think there is a way you could have done it, and it's more exciting. <laughs> so, but I'll get to. So the reason why I don't like it is because. Now, I don't think there's as many excuses if the Chiefs go down to score, Bills go down to score. Chiefs go down to score and win the game again. It's like, well, Bills' defense, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you have to eventually <laughs> stop them. Like, if you're never going to stop them, then it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> so, like, I think it, it, it rules out the excuse. Cause at least the Bills had a chance. And then you, could, the Bills can go for two, try to win the game with their offense. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of situations. Oh, yeah, like now that brings that can, up whether or not you want the ball first or not. Yeah, We're do really you want tough. the ball first? Do you want to go second now? Yeah. Because most
0: teams are going to want to go second probably now because you're like, okay, we got to know what we need to get yeah, in order to hopefully and win. And, the then, game.
1: and if they get three, then it's like, all right, we can get a touchdown win, beat yeah, the team. So, a lot of two. Blah, we blah, go twos. So, yeah. yeah, so I think I think going second now it becomes the norm there. Yes. How I would have preferred it to be though mm-hmm. is Um First Team gets the ball. Um, if they score a touchdown and get the two point conversion, then the game's over. Yeah. And here's why I would have liked this better. Okay. And tell me what you think about this is because if we take the Chiefs builds game, and this is the the yep. catalyst of why this rule is being changed, is yep. because of that game. If the Chiefs go down and score. You have a really big decision to make because <laughs> yeah. you go now. You could kick the extra point, and then the Bills guarantee you get the ball right. if you kick the extra point. If you only you have to get eight points to end overtime, yeah, is what the rule is, right? right? So if you kick the extra point, then the Bills get the ball, and then it's like these normal rules. But if you go for two, if you're the Chiefs mm-hmm. and you miss it, yeah, now the Bills need a touchdown and just the extra point to beat you, right? So yeah. now the strategy is. Right. Do we score a touchdown when we sc- if when how we score a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Do we now kick the extra point and play defense, knowing that the Bills are going to get the ball and they have all the options to go for two or whatever? Right. Or right. do we go to two and just end it because if Josh Allen gets the ball, he's going to go score and maybe beat us. Right. I think that adds it makes the coin toss makes that decision and makes it a right. coin toss right. and it makes a coin toss yeah. harder because if
0: you win, you go. If we win...
1: Do we want to go second? Because if you're the Bills, right, you go, maybe we want to go second. But then if you let up a touchdown and two-point conversion, then you just screwed yourself because now you never get the ball.
0: But also if we go first and we don't get it, and then they just scored and they kick an extra point, now we look like an idiot. Yeah, we we look like an idiot because we we didn't know what we needed.
1: I think it just adds so much. Because I think the possibility of you getting the ball twice or every team getting the ball is still there. But I think if you let up a touchdown and a two-point conversion in overtime... You lost. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the Chiefs way where it's, like, you score a touchdown. You only have to kick the edge point. You just win if you score a touchdown. Yeah. I think that's kind of stupid. Yeah. But if you can't even stop the two-point conversion either from a mm-hmm. two-yard line where, like, anything can happen there, yeah. I think that's, like, Yeah, I think yeah, come
0: and, on. and here's the thing. The only other issue I foresee with this NFL overtime thing is is that, to your first point, right? Okay, so Chiefs win the toss. Say they... Say they get the ball. Say they want the ball for whatever reason. They go down the field. They score. Bills get the ball down. They score. Okay. Then the Chiefs go down and then you score again. Or Every they ball, kick a field yeah, goal. Or they kick a field goal and, and everyone like, goes, oh, so that's the end of the game. It's go, yeah. Well, they got two possessions.
1: And I'm like, okay, well yeah. now we're
0: gonna be here forever. Like yeah, it's like exactly some point, like yeah. I think
1: I think the idea and I get it, like both teams get the ball or whatever yeah. like, but like. And then everyone's – you, you would still complain and be like, well, the Bills didn't get the ball a second time. I'm like, well, you're not going to get both teams equal time with the yeah, ball. Exactly. Like, that's just not it's fair. It's never going to be possible. But I do point, think – I think the play. idea of having that option of, one, do you want to go first or second, knowing that if they get a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Everyone's going to go second. Everyone's going to go second regardless, probably.
0: This, you know, Dan Campbell, I can see it now. We're playing the Packers. We're going to go. We, we win the toss. We'd like to go second. They go down the field. They score. We go four. We go for two. We lose. And you go. Why did you do that? Yep. I, exactly. I can that's, see it immediately. But that's yep. that's a lot of teams too. Like yeah, that's that's right, the problem. Exactly. that's Brandon yeah.
1: Staley will do the exact same thing because a- he go he'll go statistically we'd have a sixty five percent chance of winning right. if we go for two year mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Yep. Um. But I think that just adds so much more intrigue into the game than just going all right. Both teams get the ball once. Yes. I'm yeah. like because even if the Chiefs score and get the two point version, Bill score they get the two point version. Chiefs get the ball, kick a field goal. It's like. Do you think I think they should just do it where okay, you
0: both teams get one possession. You go for the two point conversion, you both get it. Well you both tie, you're both equally as bad and the team that doesn't play you next week just gets a tie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it goes, yeah. You're both making this way too hard on everybody. Yeah. You both suck equally. I like yeah. that. So
1: yeah, so that's yeah. uh that's how I would have liked it to be done. Yeah. Uh, sure. Personally, I don't,
0: I don't think honestly, no matter what decision they would have gone for, I don't think anybody would have been like wholesale. Hooray! I think I, I, I was gonna say,
1: honestly, I think the fairest way is if you just do this USFL over time and just go two yard line, yeah. throw some plays. Yeah, because if someone goes four for you five, get at multiple loss, attempts at it. Yeah, if both, teams get, if both the, yeah. teams get five plays from right. the two yard line, exactly. and one team goes four for five, the other one goes five for five. It's like, well, you, you missed one, right? Exactly, yeah, like, you, you had, had to go so perfect many chances
0: and, as the other team did. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm very interested, and I think you're going to see more rule changes especially because the XFL if the USFL sticks and does decent numbers and is like actually like a thing going forward and not like this one season thing but like and especially when the XFL gets going and they kind of mess with the rules and stuff I won't be shocked to see the NFL go this does seem to be a lot better yeah, maybe we th- just do it this way instead <laughs> we see it in practice and we maybe can improve upon that practice rather than having to the theorize this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm not going to be shocked to see a lot more changes happen in a lot of stuff how we process the catch how we review things the dialogue like how we present the review process all of these things what's a touchdown what's not a touchdown is he down here what's all these rules i I I think think you're all going to be messed up in a very i think i think
1: when the xfl and usfl do the um if they do again the coaches and the referees talking thing i hope i think the nfl is going to go this is a lot better. Well, it, one, it's a lot better, and two, you don't see a lot of discourse of like controversial right. plays. How
0: do you? What are they seeing that I don't? I see it means down here. Yeah. What? Why? What's the reason for yeah. this? Yeah, so, I think I think it just helps. I think transparency in sports, especially you know, we just saw Major League Baseball. They're finally the ump's are announcing what they're reviewing and why the call was not made yeah. or not. Like it's about time. But like stuff like that, it helps. Whether you agree with it or not is one thing, but at least you can understand yeah. the logic behind the reason. Yeah, because I think
1: a lot of people have trouble going. In this situation, it was this. In this situation, right. it was this. But I mean, the like, commentators don't help, and the, yeah, the commentators yeah. have no idea. Era
0: sucks. Yeah, so it's all terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I think I think just having the transparency of being like, okay, it's yeah. this because of this reason. You go, right. okay, at least at least I know why instead of like. Three days later, the ump or the referee yeah, coming out and going, from the NFL. we get a memo from the NFL going, well, at this moment in the game, we yeah. thought that his knee was. Not. I was like, well, well you we could... made a mistake. Oh, okay, great. Well, now we just missed the playoffs. Yeah, but <laughs> like here's the thing: is everyone's gonna be mad if they made a mistake, regardless. Yeah. But at least you get mad in the moment and go, ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Rather I than like th- what they're trying. Yeah. To see. Instead of three days later, gone. Oh, so you just made a mistake no, yeah yeah like, exactly like you could have got like you get that reaction right away and then you're mm-hmm. kind of over it the next day kind of yeah. thing instead of like having to sit on it for like a week yeah
0: very interesting to see i'm gonna laugh because i'm be like oh new nfl overtime playoff rules, and then we're never gonna go to overtime next year and everyone's just be yeah. like, all right cool that was awesome. Yeah, i mean that would be fine <laughs> if you want to end the game in regular season yeah, but right, i get it never happens so yeah, it's great um, all right, let's shift focus here. Let's go to a mock draft. Usually we say these till the end, but we're gonna—we got a lot of stuff to go over. So while we're on the topic of the Grid ions, we probably got to get into this mock draft. Who we got, Mike? How recent is it? Um,
1: how mad am I gonna get? All that good stuff. <laughs> uh, so we have one from April eighth. Okay. Because they actually decided to just update these by the yeah. time I'm uh, looking at it. Here's out. the thing, now so. it's just
0: like at, at this point, how many mock drafts
1: can you do that are new, where it's like no
0: new information unless somebody blows an ACL or something at like a yeah, April I mean.
1: A? Yeah, I'm like at this moment. I think next week, let's see. So we're three weeks out, right? Are we still three weeks out? It's the 3rd, 28th. I thought it was the 22nd. I if was, you want to throw I that wished. I, wished. I thought it was the 22nd. Yeah. It's actually the 28th. Yeah. So that's 15, 22. Yeah. So yeah. we're like so, yeah. three so, weeks. Yeah. We're like 20 days or something, I think. Or 19 days.
0: Oh, yeah. Today, as of this recording, we're, we're recording on the 10th. You guys will hear us on the 11th. So we're... Yeah. Oh, my God. Like eighteenth or something. So, what is it? Yeah. So 28th is that Thursday. We're so far away. Yeah. <laughs> I hate my life. But
1: uh, so like in a week or two, we'll probably each... Yeah, do, we're going to yeah, go, yeah, go
0: through. We'll do a mock draft simulator, right? See how the board falls like we do every year. I might be able to convince my dad. I was going to say, he again. did it last year, yeah. so maybe we'll do it
1: again or something. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll lock in maybe, our. Picks I was going to say, maybe before. we'll do. Yeah, we'll, like the week before, we'll lock in who we think it is. Yeah. The week before, we'll do a mock ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. This will probably be the last like other person mock draft we do. Probably, maybe we'll have one more. Yeah. But there's not much.
0: Yeah, there's not a yeah, there's here. not a ton of change. You know, I may we next week we may go over maybe the prospects and some situational stuff as well, just to kind of get you guys primed uh, before we lock in our picks. If you already know who your pick <laughs> is, let us know on social media. Uh, I'm very interested, honestly. This this Lions pick at two, especially. I think. They can go a lot of different ways. I'm very interested yeah. to see what
1: other people this, are thinking. So this mock draft has trades, oh, and boy. holy balooza, this is oh, We had just said how this is probably going to be like the simple mock draft. Yeah. Looking at these top ten, I was like, there is nothing simple about so any of this top ten. quarterbacks are going in the top Which ten? Basically, is how this is going to happen. So uh, <laughs> Even though they're not worth going in the top ten? <laughs> None of them are worth going in the top ten. Like yeah. four of them are going to go in the yeah. top ten. <laughs> so, uh, so number one, Aiden uh, said, no question there. Right, well, I think there should be a question there. Will there be a question there? Probably not. Um, yeah. He's going to go number one, probably.
0: They're going to take Trayvon Walker, and I'm going to do a backflip. <laughs> but you know, here's the problem, though. The Lions are in a weird spot right now where it's like, if they can't trade out of two, which I desperately think that they are trying to figure out I think out they would want to. to. Yeah. They are trying hard. And with the Saints making the move that they did, where they have 16 and 19, it's clearly a sign that they're trying to attempt to maybe move up, yeah. right, to go get a guy. And so that's an interesting prospect as well. But... Um the the thought that Brad Holmes is like, Well, we can either make the pick today and we'd be fine with it, or B, we're definitely open. Like, we're not we're not tied to anything, right? And then what's gonna wind up happening is they don't trade out of the pick and Evan Neal or somebody goes one and then they take Thibodeau and every Michigan person ever loses their
1: minds yeah. because they don't take Hutchinson. They're like, he was the clear guy,
2: blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like,
1: is Hutchinson even like, I'm the, like, the thing on. about that too is, I mean, they probably go through everyone like thoroughly, even Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. But like, it'd be crazy if they were like, Oh, we didn't even Scott Hutchinson. Or,
0: or well, it's like, they were at his pro day and stuff, but like, there's a lot of investment being done into Thibodeau right now. Like, yeah. they sent seven guys to his pro day, including Brad Holmes. They're bringing him in for a visit. There's it's all these things, but at the end of the day, I'm putting out here for Lions fans now, and we're going to continue to re emphasize this whether they take Hutchinson or Thibodeau, I'm fine. I am totally okay. They're yeah. both pass rushers. At the end of the day, that's what I want. And guess what? Traven Walker not a pass rusher
1: mm-hmm. six and a half sacks in his career at georgia it's not it's not yeah. a thing well on this one they picked malik willis so you're just completely wrong yeah. on that one yeah, uh yeah. i do think i do think tibedo will probably end up being the pick I think here that was also going to
0: be the big spoiler mm-hmm. alert but um but i think even if Hutchinson on the board i think it's gonna be Thibodeau.
1: actually i you know. that would be interesting yeah, be i don't interesting. know for sure on that one because i haven't like that's not even a Discussion yeah. that people have because right. everyone just assumes he's going to go one. Oh, I know. But if they're both sitting there, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, it's a toss up.
0: Yeah, I think, and honestly, too, and I think that, you know, Dan Campbell made the comments, well, positional value, we don't really, that's not really a thing for us. We're going to take the best player that fits us. So everyone's like, oh, take Kyle Hamilton. Take Kyle Hamilton because it's safety and positional value, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, everybody is looking for any crumb of inside information that somebody may or may not say to be like, oh, yeah, that's who they're taking. Yeah. We heard last week there's buzz that they're taking Malik Willis at two. And I'm like, they're not taking Malik. Willis yeah, I, at two. I, I don't I believe just, they will. I, I mean, I'm not. He, me here's is, a, I won't be shocked, but I, at the same time, I'll be like.
1: I think my worry for Brad Holmes going forward mm-hmm. slightly is his super in love with Jared Goff. Yeah. Is my only when slight problem. Now, I am not like, worried that he'll never take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm not necessarily calling for him to take a quarterback this year by right, any means. Right? Right. Yeah, right. But my worry is that like next year or the year after there'll be a guy there and he goes, you know what, but this Ed rusher or yeah. this linebacker is just so, better. And my worry is that he's going to hold on for golf for too long. Mm-hmm. So, and me, it's going to ruin I, it. And I have
0: five seconds to maybe talk you off of that. Just yeah. a second. Okay. Here is, here is my logic behind that. Cause I know you probably heard his comments and everything yeah. about Jared and everything like that in the NFL. Right. Yeah. I think it is bad business for the for league for team officials like that that are higher up like that. Same thing for Dan Campbell Mm -hmm. to when you have a quarterback on your roster, Mm -hmm. right? Whether behind the scenes you're looking at drafting a quarterback or you're looking to trade for one, whatever the case may be, it is bad business for you to say we're definitely looking up. No, to yes, I agree, I agree with so, you there. I would I think yes. Yeah, so, he's so, never going to yeah, come out and go. Yeah. Golf's so only I, there for a year. So I think my I think my whole thing is, and because of the visceral reaction that people had when Campbell said golf has to be better mm-hmm. late early, like during early the season, I was like oh they're moving off of Jared Goff. I go, so it is such. It's the one position where you got to be like, either he's he's just great. He's a perfect. He's a great leader. Blah blah yeah. blah. Right. So I don't think that. Any comments they make about Jared I think two things. I think, yes, I think they want to give Goff a chance, and I don't think they gave him a very good chance last no, year. No, I think this is his Wholesale. chance there. This is his year though, where he has to show us whether you were first eight games, Jared Goff, or second eight games, Jared Goff. Yes. Now, the concern that I have to your point though is that if he looks like second half of the year, Jared Goff, I think there is a a bit more to that fire of ooh, maybe they think they can win with him long term. But my point to you is this. I don't think we're going to see it consistently throughout this year. And I think they're going to give him enough where you're going to go when they're still only going to win six games. Yes. And you're going to go, you have the offensive line. We have a better than average running game now. Yes, the Lions have a better than average running game. You've got at least three receivers at minimum. Chark, Raw, Reynolds, and Hawkinson. At bare minimum, they don't take a receiver or a tight end in this draft. They've got at least those four guys. Yeah. If they don't, if they're not in the hunt, they're not. I don't yeah, think that they're, they're gonna going to be that. tied to. Him. I, yeah, see, I I agree
1: with like all those points. Yeah. That's just my worry is yes. that I don't want to get to a position where yeah. you're the 49ers, where you build this great yeah. team, yeah. and then you're like, but Garoppolo can't get you there. Yeah, like I don't want that situation, yes. and I'm worried that that's a situation that we could be walking into yeah. if you see right. second half golf from last year yeah. play like. 12 games 13 games like right. that and you go oh we maybe we can but win with the them thing. and, and uh, like i so hope i hope that's not the case but
0: and i will say this in defensive golf a little bit just a little bit and in defense of jimmy g a little bit as well in, in all fairness to them now i am not the guy that's going to come out here and ring the bell for jared golf that is clearly not the case however it has been shown that they can get there so Yes. It, you know what I mean? And if and if we're looking at this from the perspective of we tried taking the quarterback and building around him. I love how Detroit fans are immediately back on that bandwagon mm-hmm. when it didn't work. And then they go see Stafford win when there's a team ready, and they plop in a better quarterback, and he balls out. Yeah. But it, we've seen this before where they get the quarterback. All right. We got our quarterback. Now we just got all these years to build around him. Mm-hmm the NFL is shifting where maybe that's not the case anymore. You know, we're now seeing where everyone's just trading for an all pro. Exactly. Apparently, which is crazy. But the lions, I think are very much, and that's why I don't think necessarily they're tied to positions here. And I think that's why Campbell said that is because they have so many holes everywhere Mm -hmm. outside of center, and tackle, and guard. I I would honestly say the guard, not high, at least. I don't say, like, running back. Yeah, this year. Next year could be, but right now, no. So, like, outside of that, you can't tell me there's not a spot where you go, oh, they definitely could upgrade. Mm -hmm. There's not a single spot. Linebacker, safety, corner, receiver, tight end, quarterback, uh, defensive line. There is not a single spot on this team where you go, they take a guy, and you go, why, they're so flush with talent. You go, no, you're not. So, in this case here, I think they are absolutely trying to set the foundation and get a competent team and then kind of do a 49er where go, maybe Goff can get us to the playoffs, but now we need to go get the guy to yeah. take that step. The problem is I think the Niners is they go, I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Yeah. They don't want to admit that. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, that's that, that's my thing. Is I yeah. just, cause, like, you watch Garoppolo this year. I think if instead of Garoppolo, if they had – a top 12 quarterback yes. They probably could make it to the Super Bowl last year Oh yeah, year. absolutely, for sure
0: uh, Here's my other point to this too, and then we'll move on um, If I think, th- I think that Brad Holmes has shown That he is willing to be aggressive We saw it even in the draft package last year Where they wanted to trade up to get on Zareke. They had five picks last year at the time mm-hmm. So they were really looking to get aggressive For a guy that was hurt And were like, no, this guy can be a stud um, There is that um, and, the other, and I think the other big point to to this is I would rather the Lions take this approach of not talking bad about golf and actively being in on the Deshaun Watson trades and stuff because look what happened to Atlanta. Atlanta struck out. They didn't get Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to drag out Marcus Mariota's ass out there mm-hmm. and have him get killed because, you know, that's not going to work yeah. long term. So I, if, if the two options are they're going to actively be obvious and say, no, we're taking a quarterback, or B, they're going to show support, public support for golf, I would rather them show public support for golf, give him this season to see if you if he is your guy. He's only 20, what, 27? something like that if it works great but i just think they're gonna to come to realize maybe we've got enough now where a uh, quarterback needs to kind of start being on our radar and mm-hmm. i think that they're willing to give him this year and after that mm, probably not okay sorry sidebar there but i think it's important to kind of flesh out some of those comments because i know everybody is itching to figure it out and i am too quite frankly it's why i'm not necessarily against them taking malik willis it's because you kind of just want to know what the answer is to that question right mm-hmm. who's the quarterback of the future for this team we don't know and it's that's
1: a scary scary thought because you don't have a quarterback you ain't winning jack yep so number three the houston texans take Ike, Ike whatever yeah. offensive tackle guy yeah, um true. makes sense yeah whoever Number four, so I think this is just this is. This <laughs> is the Seattle trade. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this would never happen. I, I I don't believe on any earth this would ever happen. I don't
0: know um, Ron Snyder, Pete Carroll, they're crazy. They yeah. just traded away your uh, franchise. Yeah, they did. Uh, they
1: so they would project to trade up with the New York Jets, give away who, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, they they have whatever. They would take Matt Corral. I think this would be terrible. Oof. I think it would just be awful. Yeah, it's just throwing out there. I think I think this, this trade and this pick would be like a D plus given for like ninety percent of people. We
0: just you have so many holes. I think mean, well, yeah. you, like, you have so many holes and I, like honestly, and here's the thing like... I'm like at least
1: give Drew Locke a year yeah. to see what he can do. Now yeah. he's a, and here's the thing, next year if you're awful, you just take Bryce Young. Yeah. I Yeah, hey, listen,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. That's Seattle's crazy. Seattle's in a weird i am I'm I'm actually shocked yeah. Seattle has fully embraced that like, okay, we have to tear it down. Yeah. I'm really good, surprised. Good I'm, I'm legitimately surprised. Sometimes no, too. I think there's times where like that's, that's why weird. I'm not upset by the Lions right now, because I go, I finally they just realized like oh god dang, we gotta try something else. This yeah. didn't work.
1: Yeah. So the, and as we talked about the Saints, the Saints package yeah. up every pick and their mom together <laughs> to go up to number five. They trade with New York Giants and they want to pick Kenny Pickett.
0: Yeah, I think um I do think the Saints are on the prowl here for a quarterback of some sort here yeah. at sixteen nineteen. Let me ask you this. The the way the draft chart works, right? Saints give you 16, 19, and I believe there's another pick that you need to throw in there. I think it's their third-round pick Mm -hmm. to make the point value for number two and those picks equal, okay, roughly. Do you take that deal? Probably not. Really? I'm surprised by that. Because I've seen a lot of people that may be willing to do that, and here's why. There's not that can't-miss prospect at one or two, right? Everyone's kind of on that equal level. Move back to 16, maybe you can get a line, you know, you get – best linebacker, whoever that is, in your opinion, right? Or you get the number one receiver, and then at 19, you get the next best defensive player in the world, and you still keep 32, and you have 34. So now you have four picks in the top 34 yeah. rather than three picks in the top 34. Yeah, I just think that, like, yeah.
1: I, I don't know, I think, like, Thibodeau could just oh yeah maybe game so. record. Oh, so, no, so, uh, I, I don't, I don't
0: uh, disagree with you, but I just wanted to get your opinion. And I think, and I, 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 think I think getting are... a
1: game record like that is important. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Carolina picks Evan Neal. It's stud sure. give him, give him some hope new york while matt roll gets fired next yeah time. at least they're not picking their quarterback Dude, talk the about it
0: talk about a team that is just totally in yeah no man's life. this would be
1: the craziest thing for the giants even though the giants Sam a good lineman.
0: quarterback he said it himself on a podcast so yeah. that's how you know it's
1: cave on Thibodeau going seven to the giants, no would, giants be awesome. would be over the moon for that oh ball. yeah oh my gosh yeah, I mean, with all these quarterbacks going, I mean, yeah, yeah this guy clearly happen. must favor the quarterback position. Yeah, number hard. nine, the Jets take Sauce Gardner with the trade from yeah. Seattle. Um, uh, Eleven, Washington takes Garrett Wilson, which would be pretty awesome for them. Really? They
0: probably, they got Curtis Samuel, they got Terry McLaurin. I mean, they got some. Get him. I mean, give I mean, course I mean, he wins Wentz as much hope as you can. No, I mean, first.
1: I get it, but like at the same time, I go, man, it feels a little Gosh, bit like a value pick everywhere uh let's see 18 philadelphia eagles pick kyle hamilton that would be insanity no way come on um you know what this is now
0: we're getting to the point in the season so part the hardest part of the mock draft year is when people are just like well let's just see what this does let me elicit a reaction yeah you know what i mean because yeah. there's not a lot to write about anymore because i want just kind of there. yeah
1: all right 32 lions take edge rusher drake jackson do I know who that is? Not really.
0: Overboy Maffe Mafe from Iowa State. Uh, I don't like that at all.
1: Um, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, he goes thirty-five to Tampa, so he he would yeah, be there. So pass, I don't know. Sure, i yeah, whatever. Nope. But thirty-four guy, I do know who it is. Detroit Lions take Dax Hill at thirty-four. That would be awesome.
0: So in your yeah, here's the one thing because uh, I know who he is. Yeah, right. I do love me some Dax Hill though. He he tested really nice. Um, I think he's gonna be a stud here is what I'm going to warn Lions fans about and this is going to be a recurring theme here for the next couple of years or the next couple of weeks here you need to stop you need to get off of the horse of thinking that they are going to take a positional need at certain picks and what I mean by that is is that if a say a corner falls to them right say Derek Stingley is there at 32 okay just just rough just roughing it right who's he's not going to be he made himself a ton of money with his 40 he ran a 437 at his pro yes. day, so he made himself some money but here's my point say there's a corner there at 32 and he's their best player he's the best player on their board guess who they're taking they're taking that guy mm-hmm. i do not think in any stretch what they're they've done in this offseason and i'm going to, continue to repeat it and mike is probably tired of hearing me say it they are not going to just go take edge rusher linebacker safety wide receiver in any sort of fashion like that it's not going to happen and you're going to be really upset if you think that's what's going to happen because they are not going into this prioritizing while we're thin at safety while we're thin at wide receiver they're not going to do that because they've done enough work now in free agency now are they going to maybe like okay well safety is somebody well we need to look at kyle hamilton he would fit in he fits a need and he's a great player but They are not going to just immediately go, oh, we need this, 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 and this. So we need to get a linebacker out of this draft. We need to get this guy out of this draft. We need to get this draft. We saw it in the draft video last year. In the third round, the owner of the damn team, Sheila Ford Hamp, went and said, What are we going to do if we don't get a receiver out of this draft? And Brad Holmes says, Well,. We've got all these wide receivers right here we can still take later on. But there's only one nose tackle or one defensive tackle that fits our scheme, and he is clearly the best player. So we're going to take him because he's the best player. He's the guy that we have on our board right now, and we can still go take that USC kid later on, we think, later on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, it, and it just happened to work out that way. But my point is, is that they are not going to reach for mm-hmm. positions. So I just, I'm just trying to get people prepared for that because – if all of a sudden you see them, they take a safety in round two or round three or whatever, and you go, well, I can't believe they waited this long. They only have one safety. I'm just as concerned about the safety position as anybody. But they're not going to reach for a guy to fit positional need. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Just want to get that out of there because I think, I think so many people are tied to, all right, we're going to take Hutchinson or Thibodeau at two, and then they're going to take a receiver at 32, and Dax Hill is going to be there at 34. You know what I mean? I think that's what everyone's like. Oh, this is gonna be a slam
1: dunk. I mean, that would be awesome. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm told, like, listen. Yeah. They get Thibodeau, uh the guy from North Dakota State, the wide receiver Christian Watson, Christian Watson, and Dax Hill, Hill, and I walk out of day day one and day, and then I go. Huh. Pretty damn good two yeah. days for the Detroit Lions. You're not going to hear me complain about it. Yeah. But I just know that that's not going to be the realistic thing. Yeah. I just – they're, they're going to draft a guy and you go, who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, that is you always know? how that happens. It's every time. Every yeah, time. Yeah, who knew – I
1: didn't know who Levi Onzerike was. Not going to lie. And, yeah,
0: he was the only ground graded first-round worthy D-tackle that anybody had on their board. Mm-hmm. So it's like – it just happens like that. Nobody knew who the hell Aline McNeil was, and then they saw his highlight reel. They go, "This dude's an athletic freak for a big man." Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Nobody yeah. Nobody had Elifan
0: Wu coming here. Uh, Nobody had Amon Ross St. Brown coming here. Like it's just. Yeah. You just don't know. As yeah. Much as I had know, I had know.
1: JOK coming here for literally yeah, the, when when that third round was hitting, I was like, oh, "He's still there," oh, and then they didn't pick him, and then they traded up. I was like, "He's still," yeah. and then they went Derek <laughs> Barnes. I went,
0: "Why? Where is he going?" <laughs> right. And then Cleveland took and Cleveland and went, Damn it, I hit my life. Gosh. All right, let's just focus here a little bit. Sorry to get on my soapbox, but I do think Lions fans need to be prepared because I'm just imagining already after day two of the draft. Well, they didn't do anything. What are they doing about this? And it's like, guys, you gotta let the process down. Well, they didn't take a linebacker until round three. It's okay. Relax. Um, okay. Uh, let's shift focus though. Let's go to uh let's go to Tiger Baseball here. I'm you know, I'm excited, you know. Mm-hmm. First off, did you watch opening day? Yeah. Did you watch opening day? Yeah. How crazy of a finish to that baseball yeah. game. I've never seen that in my life. No. 27 years on this earth. Never been like, it bounced off the wall and then he caught
1: it. So technically it's a hit. It's a
0: hit so we won. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Good right, for we won. Uh, <laughs> That was cool because like the yeah. last
1: two at bats were yeah. all just the guys we signed and yeah, traded for. Meadows, was just Meadows, traded Meadows for. And and then Baez. Javi
0: Baez coming in with a clutch hit after striking out twice. It literally was the immediate, the whole Javi Baez experience. Strike out, strike out, amazing play at short. And then, and then clutch it, it and you go, go, yeah, that's a little bit everything we, we kind of expected. Nope. So, um, yeah. So right now, right, obviously we're not going to get the record. They're like one and one, not a big deal. We can still go one sixty one and one, guys. It's okay. Yep. But uh, talking about this lineup, though, Mike, I mean, there is a lot of expectation on this lineup. There's a lot of overhaul. I think they did a really nice job of securing the defense, especially Barnhart, Gold Glove guy, uh, Javi Baez, Gold Glove guy. Like, there's just so much to be excited about defensively here. Um, Eric Haas coming in, giving them big power when they needed it. Uh, opening day, great backup catcher. He's a rotational guy. Oh, yeah. um, I'm really excited. I really am excited for this Tigers team. What to me sticks out to you? We're gonna go the lineup through the lineup here real fast, but um, what sticks out to you about this team right now? Because I think they did a lot of. They did exact what I don't think the Lions are gonna do when they just went straight for need. The, the Tigers went, Nope, need. We need a we need a top tier shortstop. We need yeah, a better catcher. We need this.
1: Yeah, I think I think the thing that's crazy about them is their depth yeah. at most positions. Like All you said, sudden, right? you had Barnhart and then you have Haas who came in to pinch hit, yeah, who hit the home run on opening day, which yep. is crazy. Yep. You have four once Riley Green comes back, I guess. You have four yep. like rotational fielders <laughs> where you have Victor Reyes, yep. Awesome Meadows. Grossman, Riley Green, and kill Badu. You really have five. Yeah, you have five. Because really, Richard is playing today on Sunday. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Badu, uh,
1: Grossman, and Meadows are the three starters. starters right now, now, Riley Green will probably play center when he's healthy. I, I think, would assume. I think
0: Grossman's going to wind up being the odd man out here. I, I do because, too. You know, Hinch said that Meadows is an everyday player. I think he's going to wind up getting re Grossman's on a one-year.
1: I think Meadows is going to kind of kick Grossman out. Slowly but yeah, surely, Green going to fill in. Green Green's was having the best spring out of anybody, yeah. even better Dorkelson. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. But I think that. having that depth, you, then you got um, you know, Baez and and uh, uh what's his Scope, Scope playing and yep. in, in the middle there. Yep. Uh, I just think all around fielding wise, I think you have a great, at least a great look at a at a defense. Mm-hmm. I think your pitching still, you got to start better than the first two games. Yeah. Both both games, I guess it's cold, like it's cold. You got like yeah, really once sure May June, but you guys. They, I think if the Tigers stay around 500 until June, I think they could start really heating up and like yes. be fine. Because the yes. problem last year was they start off what was it like six and twenty yeah. or something, yeah. something pretty awful before they got on their winning. They've got to
0: avoid that 12 game losing streak yes. thing they went through. Yeah, like I said, like if they can
1: if they can be, you know. 16 and 14 through 30 and then may end of may june rolls around and then you could start like heating up when right. it gets warmer out right. i think that's that's really what your best case scenario is here but if they start off again like three and 15 or something and then you're like yeah the starting pitching needs to
0: be better i know it's early on too they had limited spring training which i think is also affecting pitch counts a little bit yeah like they're really keeping people tight on pitch counts yeah i think both guys only went like five Chicago's starter he got pulled after four innings yeah because they were like you're you're hitting like the 80s 90s and he he only allowed one run i think that whole game and Mm -hmm. i'm like he was cruising but like he's like yeah but it's too early in the year to start pushing innings so Mm -hmm. um You know, I'm I really like where this Tigers team is at. They really should be competing for the playoffs this year. I think it's going to be a massive disappointment if not. Yeah, I agree. Uh, This is going to be a tough division. Minnesota got better. Chicago is the clear favorite uh, to win the division, but I think they're going to be right in the thick of it, right? I you know I think allowing and I think the this is the, the the genius of AJ Hinch in my opinion is like I know a lot of people were confused, myself included, when you saw the opening lineup where you had Torkelson batting eighth, and everyone was like. What? Why isn't he? Was is he batting third or fourth or something like that? And 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 then you hear it's like, yeah, because we just want Torquellston at this point in his career to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Just be you. Mm-hmm. Everything else will work itself out. Just be you. We don't need you to carry this team on our back, right? You got Candelaria hitting in that third spot. You got Javi Baez. You've got guys that can hit for power in the middle of your lineup. You still have Miguel Cabrera even in this mm-hmm. in this lineup. So. I am. I'm very excited, and I am very optimistic about what this Tigers team can do yeah. this year. I think defensively, more than anything, like that's the thing. I know I keep carving back to it, but man, defensively, I think they should be a really good team. I thought Candelero had looked great at third last year. I thought he really took another level up. I think Torkelson looks pretty dang good at first base too. Mm-hmm. I'm. I am very, very, very excited um, about. Uh,
1: about this defensive team I, mean, I think I think hitting is going to go into stretches, but I think defensively, I think this should be really good. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Uh, all right, let's just focus here. We started one season. Let's go to the end of another season. The NBA playoffs are kicked off. We're 53 minutes in. I told you guys it's going to be a long episode today. we got a lot of stuff to go over. Yeah. Um, NBA playoffs are going. Before we get into some of the storylines, and then um, Mike going to kind of give me the rundown of how he sees. He's going to basically give me who's going to win the title this year, so it's all good so we can sit back and relax and enjoy that. Sit back and that. have some fun. But uh, before we get to that, let's talk Pistons real fast. I do want to kind of talk as I thought – now correct me if I'm wrong, okay. But I felt this Pistons team, the last month and a half, looked like I wanted them to look. All year. All year. Yes. Okay. Not, so I'm not, not blind, blind when it comes no, to that. No, no. Okay. They look pretty good. Okay. I think so they I still – So I got excited They still
1: had – Yeah, you, you, were, you just hit the punch like three months to early. Yeah, like, I, I was, just, was really excited when
0: they yeah. got the first pick. I was like, all right, playoffs, it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. No, you were, you, you were just like three, four months ahead of yeah. where they should have been. Okay. Um, I think this team is playing – I think going into next year – uh, No, I'm not going to – I don't think they're still going to – I think they're still – a year away. Okay. It's like, say uh, hypothetically, right, if you pick like Jaden Ivy, mm-hmm. and your starting lineup is K, Jaden, Shadik, forward of some sort, maybe Marvin Bagley or Stewart or something. Like, I think you, I think you become the team that is pretty good, and people underestimate you. Yeah. And, and are going and you're and you're going to compete with everybody. Yeah. To a certain extent. Now, like the Milwaukee's and the Nets are still gonna. Beat you down for the most part, mm. but I do think like going in they're gonna be like, all right, it's just the Pistons, like all right, we'll go play, and then they're gonna put up like 120 on you, and they're gonna be like, shit, wait, this might be like a 123-120 <laughs> game, and right. you're gonna be like, I wasn't ready yeah. for that kind of game today. I thought it was gonna be a nice 20 point win, right. and I think right. a lot of people are gonna underestimate the Pistons. I think they're probably gonna get so the end of this year they have 23. I mean, who they was. Well, I got to check who they played today. They played the 76 They'll probably lose the 76ers today. Yeah. So they're probably going to end with 23. That's three more than they had last year. I would assume they get to about 30 next year if they get much better. And then so then the year after, I think, is when they could start really competing. Yeah. Um, but I do think next year going in, I think they gonna be that team that's like, do you really want to play that piss system? Yeah, right, yeah. like, <laughs> like, they're that Wednesday night, like, oh, I think this is an off day for me, where right. it turns into like, wow, we just got our ass kicked yeah. because we weren't ready for this. Um. Yeah,
0: well, I I do want to you know kind of fo- you know circle back to a couple things. Um, number one, I I am they are in such desperate need for another scorer, like yes. a legit scorer. Like yeah, they so, need a third so, guy. God, they need it so badly. And do you think Jeremy Grant's on this team? No, next season.
1: No, I think it's no. traded away. I do too. I do too. Which um, I think helps because I think if you trade him for uh, picks, picks or whatever, you just use that pick to try to get somebody. Um. The other thing, too, is that, you know,
0: looking at this team, first off, I think we can agree that I think this season goes down as a relative success because I yes. think you know that you got the pick right. Yes. This is, is nothing not against Jalen Green. I think he's doing great work for Houston, quite frankly. But I think everybody and their mom can look at Cade and go, well, he's the franchise. Yeah. And, like, it's not even a – an argument. You mm-hmm. can't look at him and go, "He's not going to be here." Like mm-hmm. he is the guy. He has embraced the city. He's done everything that New Orleans wanted Zion to do mm-hmm. from a from an outside perspective. He's like, "No, this is my team, mm-hmm. and this is t- like we got to start." Yeah, he we gotta learn he to did what uh,
1: John ja Morant did for Memphis. Yes, he went. Yes. Nope. This is the yeah, location. like Memphis was probably like, oh, "We didn't get Zion. I guess we'll pick Ja because ja really good." Yeah. And then Ja turned into what Ja is now, yeah. and they're like. We are so happy we got that yeah, number two pick. Exactly. And we yes. now have to pick Zion. Yes. We, we could have picked John Morant there. Yep. I think that's exactly what the Pistons did at one was like we picked Cade, and after the first year you're like, all right, yeah, all right that's yeah, it. Yeah,
0: this is the guy. And 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 to see his development early where he struggled with his shot to where he's at now, just this one year, mm-hmm. where he's been in and out, he's been banged up. I just I have I've come away so impressed with him. Um it's clear that they got the pick right. This is the first time and I think in a long time where you
1: feel like, especially from the Pistons, where you
0: go, man, yeah. we
1: got ourselves and stud. So, yeah, Cade averaged 17.5, 5.5, 5.5 his yeah. rookie year. That's crazy. So, assuming that he gets a, a relatively nice bump to those, yeah. I, would not, I would not be shot if next year he's sitting at a 21, 22. Yeah. 7 and 6 yeah. average next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you're getting that and then the next year after that, which is when I think they're going to relatively start competing, yeah. he's sitting at a 25 yeah. 8 and 8 yes. 8 and 7 yeah. kind of range. Yeah. I think at that point with Shadiq being able going from 12 to 16, if he can take a nice maybe gets to 18 yeah, next year, right. gets yeah. to 21, and then you have a guy who's getting 25, yeah. a guy who's getting 21, and then say you get like Jaden and Ivy who can come in get 15. His second year, when I think they're going to be competing in two years, yeah. will be getting 18 to 20. Yeah. Now you're looking at that 65, oh, 70 points through three guys. guys out here, right, and yeah. then now it's like, okay, if we have to get to 110, we need 40 points through our last Yes. Four guys and our five yeah. guys in our lineup. Yeah. I didn't think that's not a crazy yeah. ass for anybody. The, the,
0: the, the couple things that I need to see from this Pistons team in the next two off seasons, I need to get Frank Jackson off my basketball for, my basketball team, mm-hmm. and I need guys like uh, Corey Joseph off my basketball team. Yeah, and it's nothing against them. It's just I know that they're just minute eaters at this point. Yeah, they're not helping me win. Yeah.
1: So like, give yes, me, give me some more Isaiah Livers. Yeah. But no,
0: seriously. Like yesterday, or was it yesterday or two days ago? Where their starting lineup was uh um what's the Hayes? yeah right isaiah livers uh isaiah stewart cade and shadik
2: Mm -hmm. that
0: was their starting five i don't know why that hasn't been the starting five and it's my little frustration with dwayne casey at this point is why was that yeah or some iteration of that fine you want to put jeremy grant in there because you owe it to him whatever yeah Yeah, he's hurt or he would be in there but, but whatever why was that iteration Somewhere not in the rotation, mm-hmm. basically as soon as the All Star break was done, yeah, because you were out of the playoffs at that point anyway. So like to me, that's where like I want to see. I think Isaiah Livers, considering the limited time he's had, has had a great rookie year. I think yeah, he is relatively. a solid rotational guy. He's never gonna. I don't think he's ever gonna be like a legit starter for them. But if he can be a, a good sixth or seventh man coming off the bench, giving you eighteen minutes and locking down and hitting clutch threes. Mm-hmm. Sold. You yeah. know, I just think the draft, I think they drafted really well. I Once again, so excited. I, I was so excited after last year's draft. I thought they nailed it um, in a lot of ways with their first two picks. I was really, really excited. Yeah, I
1: think the one thing, if we could have kept Cade, uh, knowing to keep Cade, because I think the idea I have would have probably lost Cade, but if you could have gotten Tyrese Halliburton instead of uh, oh Killing Hayes, I think this team – Yes. Next year is already there. Yeah, I know. But but the idea is, like, if you get Tyrese Halliburton, you're probably better that year, yeah. so you don't get the number one pick to get Cade. Right. So it's like, you don't want Halliburton for Cade necessarily. No. But, like, the idea yeah. of having Halliburton, Cade, and Shadik there would have just been crazy to have. But
0: very excited. I'm not very interested to see what they're going to do with free agency and
1: all that stuff. They're going to have some cap room. I'm... Yeah.
0: I don't think Troy Weaver's done. Just, yeah, yeah, Cade can
1: play the one or two. So it kind of just like, do you want a shooting guard or do you want a point you think guard? Jimmy
0: Butler's st- still mad at Eric Spolstra. We I mean, just get him.
1: Maybe he's so angry at everybody, right? He's, like, yeah, just he's just not a like, happy camper out there. I know that's there. what I'm saying. Maybe just come here. That'd Depends
0: be, on what they do in these playoffs. Could be, the thing. It could be his team too, right? It could be his team because yeah, it's, it's him and Cade. Yeah, right? it would be him and Cade. Like, yeah, but like he could be like the guy, you know? Like he's the de facto veteran leader. You yeah, know? that whole I don't know. I'm trying to put it into existence. Anyway, all right. Couple things here we gotta get out of the way. Get out of the way before we go actually to the teams that are gonna be playing in a couple days. Some of them aren't gonna um, be playing. Let's just start off. You guys all know where it's going. So your LA LeBrons. The LA LeBrons just did not What what happened? Did happen- not want? What happened, dude? Like we we've we've relatively stayed away from this because we're like, at some point they're gonna pull it together. Once we get to the playoffs, then we can talk about it. Yes. It just never it together. <laughs> Just, I
1: don't it's know. Really sad.
0: And it's, you know, I it, this isn't even a LeBron James topic necessarily, but he plays in it and he's the most popular player in the world, so you have to talk about it. What what's the plan here? Like Chaz. you know, unless Charlotte is dumb enough to take Westbrook, you're running this basically the same team back. Mm-hmm. All the thought they were title favorites at one point, first team ever in like twenty-five years to be the title favorites at any point in the season did not make playoffs. At all mm-hmm. they they don't know what to do with Anthony Davis. They're gonna fire Frank Vogel, and I'm gonna get about this coaching thing in a minute because we talked about this off air, and I'm gonna do it here too because it boggles my mind. But where do they go? Is is LeBron better off just leaving? Yes, like like like, <laughs> like seriously, like um, well, yes, he is better off just leaving. Yeah, like well, straight up, like I, just the, the thing. Here. So
1: the thing is, is he won't leave until Bronny comes in. So he's gotta stay through for another year or two because he's not gonna leave to another team for like a year well, contractually just to... he
0: can he's already signed yeah but like he's only he signed could... for like one more yeah, year but though, do you think so... he could be like can you just trade me or let me go and i'll go somewhere else like do you think he?
1: Ever, you think yeah, he i mean he again he'd probably he's want to make
0: so much money no like court? like
1: i said like i think he will stay there whether the team's good or bad yeah. for to for the rest of the because one he makes a lot of money just through la stuff yeah. and two he's going to wait until Bronny because he's a free agent the draft that Bronny's in like it's like lined up that way so whatever team Bronny gets to he's gonna go vetman let me put let me go there let me play with him so i'm, real. I, I'm down for the pistons just taking him just to do that because see and that was the idea was a lot of people because like Bronny's not like he's like a four star yeah, like he's, he's not like yeah, ready not but the idea was he's gonna go number one because it's a package deal because you get lebron too and it's like, that's a that's, that's so a nice, that, that is a, a solid kind of thing. Where It's like, you get a package. Thing, it's, now, it's LeBron's package. also going to be 42 at was that, was that time. Gonna, so. I was going to
0: say, like, do you, I mean, 42-year-old LeBron James, I don't know, man. I like, don't know. He, he's,
1: really tough. he's out for the rest also, of the Also, the Pistons won't be picking number one. Though. You're going to get Brody anyway. Yeah, hell, because... hell yeah.
0: But, like, I just don't, uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like at some point, it's just, it, it's, it's not necessarily hurting him from an overall legacy standpoint. We get so wrapped up in that, just no. in general in sports. But like was he was going to win the
1: scoring title this year. Like he's I not know. like.
0: No, I know, but like what I'm talking about is like okay, now is it getting to the point where it's like, man, he's just like he's just out there and he's just kind of out there. You know what I mean, like he's just floating in mm-hmm. like this chaos of garbage. You know, yeah. it felt like his last couple of years in Cleveland where it's like. There's no way he's staying. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way. As soon as he can leave, he's going to leave. I, I, I think it's the same thing here. Yeah. He's like,
1: I think the idea was Anthony Davis comes in and takes over. Takes though. over. Yeah, and he goes, I can be the second or third option here. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but then well, once it, the facilitator. Yeah, and then it was like once like AD decided to be injury prone and not want to be that guy, it was like, well, now I have to be that guy still. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I so just... it was tough.
0: Um talking about them though and like the potential options of people that they may want to hire um can you help me Mike? you watch more no, i can than i do and tell me why the retread of the nba is just we're just going to continue to cycle all these coaches that have not done anything in a very long time or have never done anything in some capacity like no offense to mike brown his old cleveland coach but like guess what um he didn't win damn thing without lebron so like at some point, we have like Doc Rivers to the Lakers does nothing for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So tell me why the NBA likes to do this to me, where they like to drag up these guys. Where it's just like, and um, I'm sorry, isn't Doc Rivers still the coach of the 76ers, by the way? Yes. Okay. So I don't even know how that's possible, but I, I mean, he I, might I...
1: just leave. Sure. Sure.
0: Uh, But like, I just, I am very confused. And I don't understand why the Lakers think that their best course of action is to hire an old retread. Is it just because they're
1: gonna hire the guy that LeBron says cool? on? I mean, or... I think I think that if, like Lakers specifically, yeah, I think that's the reason. Okay. I think I think like the other twenty nine teams, I don't have an answer for. Yeah, I, I think, don't get it. I think LeBron has that like the respect oh, factor. The if, throat, like, there's yeah. no way. Like, I could imagine like if like. A 22-year-old 22 22 came into, like, your job mm-hmm. and was automatically your boss. You'd be like, what is f- this yeah, guy? Like, right, I want, yeah. like, a guy who, exactly. like, I, like, like, you want the guy who's trained you or right. whatever to, like, yeah, be your sure. boss. Because then it's like, okay, I can at least, like, respect, respect this that. guy. Yeah. But like, you don't want this young guy to be like, you don't know what you're talking about doing <laughs> this. Like, I think that's the same thing with LeBron. He's like, he's played for so long. And he's like, I've been playing longer than you've been alive. Yeah. If you hired some young dude almost. Yeah. Or to the point where it's like, I don't trust that you know what's gonna be going on. I'd rather have this guy who I know has gone through stuff. Wouldn't it be one of those situations where like but, maybe
0: he'd want to go and leave and be like, Can I go back? Can I go to the heat again? Or can I go, can I go play to for San Antonio yeah. or something like that? Cleveland's is like, I... even fun. But like or you just like just go to a he's never had a a, a top notch head coach. I'd say a Spolstra. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But even Spolstra at that time was a younger guy. You know, I don't know. I just it's confusing to me. The other the other storylines I want to hit on real fast is um the Nets experiment and the LA Clippers experiment, you know, got Kawhi, got Paul George. they have been in that lineup, blah blah blah. Durant, uh, you know, they got rid of Harden and all that stuff. Ben Simmons is attempting to play basketball at some point, maybe. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, sure. I saw, I saw a video of him recently where he missed throwing a fish back into the lake, so I don't know how that works out. I'm not joking at all. He literally hit the deck, and then it hit the thing. I'm like, how do you miss dropping it? I don't understand how that even happens. Um, but nonetheless, you know, some of these other teams, you know, we always harp on LeBron, and we always focus on the legacy thing. It's all about titles in the NBA, blah, 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 blah. But... Um, you know, for, for all the hoopla that we've given the, the Clippers and the excitement that was around that, and that's completely died and no, no one's yeah, just no. they're like, oh, they're the Clippers thing, yeah, nobody cares. <clears throat> and now with Durant supposedly leading his iteration of the Brooklyn Nets, um, I'm just confused as to why nobody's talking about it in the same vein. I understand that not everybody's compared to Michael Jordan on a daily basis, but at the same time, these are guys who are supposed to be the. Best in the league, and nothing against them individually talent wise, but they're not elevating anything. Yeah, like there, these teams have sold the farm and have sold every depth piece they could to get a guy like a Durant or to get a guy mm-hmm. like a, a a Kyrie or a uh, Ben Simmons now, right? Which they mm-hmm. think for some reason is a better fit. Whatever the case may be, and yet. No rings, no mm-hmm. nothing, and it's going to be the damn Bucks versus Suns again. And everybody goes, well, I understand. How do they keep getting here? And they go, I don't know. Maybe it's because they have a team. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis doesn't have to put up 50 to win a basketball game.
1: Giannis like, is game six of the finals.
0: So right, in which case but, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah. But, like, I, I it's getting to one of those things where, I like, I felt like the super teams dominated for a minute there. So everybody's like, oh, that's the way. And it's slowly coming back now to we need to have some sort of depth. We got to have seven guys deep yeah. on this bench. You know, I, it, be
1: twelve I, man I, I, I think the weird thing too is like these teams are trying to build super teams, but they're yeah. not really super. No, but just because like, you
0: have a star doesn't mean that this this team is complete. Yeah. Like
1: I think even the Miami Heat super team they didn't really mesh together. Like as no. a super team, I think the only one that worked was the Warriors one yeah. because Steph is so unselfish yeah. that he's like Katie can come in and do whatever you guy. want. Like yeah. do whatever you want. As long as we win, I don't care. Right. But like like even like the Miami Heat one, I was like, Wade, LeBron and Bosch together don't really like gel great basketball normally. No, they They're just because it's your talent. Yeah, sure. Just like LeBron just will and Dwayne Wade wills people to win. Like yeah. that's really what it came down to. Right. And like the Nets like net like Kyrie and Kevin Durant don't just like mesh great together. No. Like Kyrie's very like They're I think dominant. I think someone oh god who was it? I think Chris Broussard on first things were said like the best line ever about it for the Nets perspective yeah. was Kyrie is a robin who plays like a batman and KD is a batman who plays like a robin and I thought it was like the greatest analogy ever because it's totally true is Kyrie is not the best player but he tries to play like the best player mm-hmm. and KD is the best player who defers to lesser talent too much, mm-hmm. and I was like, no. If Kevin Durant just took over games, yeah. and I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna go win this one. Yeah. And Kyrie was just there for support. I think the Nets would be much better. Yeah. But Kevin Durant is very like, and he was like this with the Warriors too. But you know, Clay and Steph, you know. Right. But he was like, Kyrie, go do your own thing. But it's like when Kyrie takes 38 shots to get yeah. 30 points, it's like that's not that's not good. Yeah, right. That's I just you should be taking 38 shots. I am just so
0: confused, and it's, it's funny. And, and everyone's always like, I can't believe you know why didn't durant win i go it's because he's got nobody around him anymore and it's it's partially his own fault really yeah. because he's calling some of the shots but at the same time you know, i want to go stay, i want to go, go play i think Golden state wishes he was back too i think curry definitely misses wishes he was back uh, but like overall it's like one of those situations to where you're looking at it and you go i wonder why the suns and memphis are are at the top of the west and you go i know why it's because they play team basketball. Yeah. It's because you don't know, is Chris Paul going to just kill you by you know 10-foot jumpers every game? Or is he going to have 38 assists and is Devin Booker going to be crazy? Is DeAndre Ayton going to be the most dominant center in basketball today? Whatever that case may be, you're not seeing these these teams with quote unquote the biggest stars win anymore is because they can no longer they are not a they're getting older. That's mm-hmm. number one. We have we're not seeing any outside of Luca being like a, a transcendent talent, like mm-hmm. transcendent. Um, we're not seeing anybody come in and just be like Oh, he's just took over Mm -hmm. for like a whole series. Like LeBron is no longer able to do that. Durant, Mm -hmm. I don't think is able to do it for a whole series. Kawhi can't. He can't even stay healthy for a regular season. Paul George has never been able to do it. And so now you're looking at these teams and you're going, okay, great. It's awesome to play with them in 2K. But man, when in reality, these teams that have guys that are just a little bit less, less talented than you, but want it more because they know they're not expected to stop you. Are taking over. Yep. you see Utahs of the world. That's why I have so much hope for the Pistons. Is because I'm like, man, they just got to put a competent team mm-hmm. of seven guys. They can get seven dudes that they can rely on. And they'll be good. We're gonna be rolling. Yeah, I agree. All yeah. right, give me this breakdown here because okay. I have no idea. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm just assuming the Bucks are gonna be there just by default, but you know, you're tell not, me. I mean, you're not like give the me long. the Mike Merkel NBA playoff version of this yeah exactly. okay tell me the story all right here,
1: here, the story here's here's the fun part all right so i'm gonna start this off by saying um i'm gonna ask you a question yeah as a one two seed tell me if either one of these teams lose to any of these following teams okay, okay. right now miami and milwaukee are the one and two good for miami Good yeah. for them. good for them honestly yeah, good, for, good them. for them do they lose to brooklyn cleveland atlanta or charlotte Yeah. No. Okay, so just knock all four of those yeah. things out. Cool. We're excited. I got excited. Um, Phoenix or Memphis, one and two. Okay. Do they lose to Minnesota, Clippers, New Orleans, San Antonio? Well, well
0: Minnesota, Clippers, New Orleans, and San Antonio. Do and they, they the two teams again?
1: Memphis and Phoenix.
0: I don't think so. Where are the Nuggets at? We'll get there. Okay, I was like, "It's like what?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't think so." No, Santa You know what's funny? I read an article about San Antonio. Sorry, sorry, but I know we're going long today, but like that San Antonio was like, were we traded away assets? We let DeMar DeRozan go, and we're just basically we're anticipating on kind of coasting and just waiting for the draft to re kind of reload the deck." Yeah, and they've just coasted into a playoff spot. And they yeah, they didn't did. Even, they didn't even realize. They're like, "Oh, I guess we're going to the playoffs." <laughs> I just think that's the craziest thing ever. No. But okay, sorry. All right. so. Now,
1: I don't see right. that. Idea. I think the only team I think Minnesota and Memphis could be a fun series. I yeah. think Memphis would win.
0: Yeah, I think Memphis has I think a little bit more playmaking ability. I think I think John Morant it, I think is got is kind of got that like I I I'm not losing this game yes. type of deal, right?
1: Yeah. I agree. Okay, so we agreed that the 1-2 seeds are basically just going to win. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, we'll we'll get into the three four times. Okay, so Boston at this moment, and I don't think it'll change very much. Uh, Boston plays Chicago. I think Boston well, wins this that. This is going to be a great series, yes. so I'm actually looking forward to that. I think Boston wins in, like, six.
0: Really? I, I don't know. I like Chicago a lot. I think Chicago's just injury. Kirk. Yeah,
1: Chicago's just injury prone right now. Yeah.
0: DeMar DeRozan.
1: Fully, fully fully healthy, I think Bulls yeah. would win. Boston, yeah. I think, wins because yeah. of the like, they're healthy and Chicago's not. That's a tough one. But yeah, keep going. yeah. 4-5, yep. yeah. we got the Philadelphia 76ers in Toronto. This one I am just thrown for because I think I think, I think Sixers take it, yeah. but Sixers rely on going to the free throw line about 95 times, and they don't go to the free throw line in the playoffs 95 times. So. <laughs> I think they're going to be
0: better just because I think they're going to, I think they're going to be more explosive just with Harden there and not having uh, numb nuts there instead. Yeah. So I think Gambit is going to, Dominated I the think this is a prime opportunity. You want to talk about a guy who's got an opportunity to really like shoot and mm-hmm. really kind of maybe like maybe I can I can rival Giannis. It's Embiid in this playoff yeah. where I want to see him take that step where you go, maybe he's the most dominant player in the league yep. right now.
1: You know what I mean? Yep. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll see that because no. the second round we get Miami and Philly as the one four, and I think, I think I think I think Miami will take this in six games. Wow.
0: Who stops Embiid though?
1: Out of bio, I well yes, but I also think that like it comes to a point where like he can only do so much, yeah. and I think Miami is just all around just. They do have a better team. They have a better I do have like a better team. Yeah. Um just and Milk Robinson team, baby. Milk, <laughs> Milwaukee Boston two three. Oh Milwaukee, yeah. I, I don't bet. I I Milwaukee think five games, five I months. think and we'll get to this Miami Milwaukee I think Milwaukee does five five five. Wow. I don't think anyone really stops Milwaukee.
0: They're very good. They're very good basketball yeah. team. So I got Milwaukee
1: on, on the eastern side. Yeah. So.
0: okay. Color me shocks. So Color me shocks. So no.
1: Now, I think the western side. It, it could be I very, very. I think this, very, this is where easy. my hottest takes come in. Okay. And I think you're not going to like any of them. The Dallas so, is
0: in the finals. I don't believe
1: you. Okay. So <laughs> my, my 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 thing is already out the window. That's awkward. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so we got Phoenix and Memphis already securing because I don't think the 7-8 beat either one of them. No. So right now we got Golden State and Denver, 3-6. Fun. Super, Super fun. fun. Super fun matchup. I think Golden State wins. But I could see this being the seven-game series that everyone's like, wow, this is just a great series.
0: I am so torn. Now, is that.
1: Jamal Murray going to be back? I don't right. know. That's what I'm saying. That's my If question, Jamal like... Murray's there, definitely think Denver can win this. Oh. Will yeah, he I don't know his. Yeah. Actually, I'll, no. let, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look into his Injury report In a second here yeah. To try to figure this out Because I don't think I've heard that he's Going to be back um, That's a tough one uh, Is not expected To return during the playoffs Okay, okay. So if he's so not uh, back I think it's a lot Closer of a series yeah. Seven games I would say Golden State But by like Yeah, yeah, yeah. This close
0: I'll lend to your expertise Man you, You've you got the breakdown yep. so I'll And
1: then to nah, This series Could be a banger Dallas Utah now, yes. I think this series could also go 6-7. I, I think it will
0: go 7. I think this
1: does go 7. And I don't, I don't think, think there's any way it doesn't. And I think Dallas takes it. Really? one One, because I don't think wow. Utah ever does good in the playoffs. Ever, actually. <laughs> they always blow it somehow. And two, so Luka has averaged, last year he averaged 35-12-9 with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George taking terms guarding him. Yeah. So imagine what this man will do with Mike Conley on him.
0: Okay, here's my only. Here's now the team's only. not very good. That's my thing. I look at. They look have to ride with
1: like Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie to do stuff. I know, stuff. but that's
0: my thing. Like I'm looking at. But I'm they're also at, the
1: four seed with that. So
0: I just I'm torn though because Utah like okay you've got Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley's a good point guard
1: offensively. Offensively, yeah, he can't, can't guard, guard for anything. a lick. Yeah, but, and like Jordan Clarkson's good off the bench, who yeah. also can't guard for a yeah, lick.
0: Yeah, and I understand the – I just don't know what – I mean, okay, Luca puts up 40. That's great. But, like, man, is there anybody else who's going to give me those points? Like mm. Tim Hardaway Jr., I guess, going to have to be counted on? I don't – that's yeah. a tough one for me. As much as I love Luca, and I did not like the trade at all, Porzingis for Dinwiddie, I didn't understand yeah, it. Yeah, Dinwiddie and
1: Bertans, yeah. Yeah, but.
0: I just don't – I don't know, man. That's a tough one for me. I'm very. This series should Dude, be a lot of fun. These two
1: series right here, these three, six, four, fives, I think are both going to be. Talk wild. about a team
0: that needs to go out and take a big ass swing. Are the Dallas Mavericks? They you need. You've got yeah. Luka locked down. We yeah. need, you need. You need a guy. Yeah. Here,
1: like, good lord. Yes, they do. Um, but yeah, so I have Dallas like seven games. I think well, I think, the, I think so this seven. is a crazy yes. series. Um, the that looks just so much better. Though. It does. It looks so much fun. Yeah. And then so then the one four Phoenix Dallas or Phoenix Utah. I guess either way. Yeah. I think both those series. I think Dallas would just be more fun because yeah, we saw Phoenix, Phoenix Utah, Utah last year. Devin yeah,
0: Booker and and, uh, and
1: Luca Luka going shot, shot for, for shot. shot. Be awesome. There's a lot of games where it's gonna come down just them who's better that night. Yeah. And I'll give the slight edge to Phoenix... I, I give it to him in like six, yeah. maybe seven. I don't know. I, I don't think know. Dallas could push a, it if they want to. From an
0: interior perspective, I don't know who's... That's the thing for me is Dallas, I thought with Porzingis, I was like, okay, at least you're getting a big who can stretch the floor and, and yeah. kind of pull some of these guys out like an eight who doesn't have really a three-point yeah. shot. The only thing was Chris
1: played the four, so he I still know. had a, a dorky center at I five. Know. And yeah. I was like, well, if you had Porzingis at the five, I get it. Yeah. Because then you could stretch everyone and no one would be underneath. But it's like you played him at the four... So I was like, you have Jay Crowder guarding or something. I don't know. Yeah. But Phoenix Phoenix probably wins in six. My heart, and who I'll probably end up betting, is Dallas. But I'll be <laughs> I'll a, But I think, I think Phoenix ph- can get back, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then the other series would be Memphis and Golden State, which, again, would be—or right. Memphis and Denver. Yeah. But I have Golden State winning, so I'll say that. But John Moran versus Steph Curry, again, just— right. Mm-hmm. star power from each side yeah, going at it great. with no crazy super team added on that side yeah. so it's like all right memphis for steph curry is basically what the matchup is right and it's like who's better that day i, know. I think this is probably six for memphis because i don't think golden state has enough even though jordan Poole and all those guys have been adding we're a talk, lot there are
0: talking about memphis
1: and phoenix being in the western conference finals everybody going Huh. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy And then Phoenix, Memphis It's really hard not to say Phoenix Because they're yeah. the deepest and the best team And I don't trust Ja Morant yet yeah. Which is why I think This is why I really wanted Dallas to be the three seed yeah. Because I think Dallas, Phoenix In the Western Conference Finals Would have been a great series yeah. And I think Memphis could push it to be a great series But I don't trust Ja in his first real playoffs Like right. Ron here right, right, To like get over the hump of what Phoenix was able to do last year yeah. So I'll take Phoenix but like I think it would be fun series. The
0: Phoenix Suns are just like,
1: just so yeah, good. They, I mean, they they're years, so deep. They had
0: years where like they had Steve Nash and a good Amari Stoudemire and a good Grant Hill. And yeah. Like, but
1: you just look through, it's like Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, Cam Johnson, uh, Cameron Payne. They got so many guys. that's just like they just come in and they contribute and they do well. Jay
0: Crowder is like the most one of the most clutch playoff players. He ever, is. By the way. It's He's crazy. Like all, he, it's like three threes in a game and they're all like banger like yeah. needed that it. was the
1: scariest thing watching the bubble series against yeah. miami for the lakers yeah it was like jay crowder was just that x-factor yeah. like one game he just five for five i'm like, I oh know. my god yeah. oh all right i'm gonna like, guard works. that guy all right so then we end up with phoenix and milwaukee in we the finals again you need to go over by the way yeah that's fine <laughs> uh that'll be quick <laughs> don't crazy. worry uh really? phoenix milwaukee in the finals pick them i yeah, milwaukee yeah. again but i kind of th- want phoenix to win I would rather Phoenix win, I think, because Milwaukee won last year. Mm-hmm. But it's also crazy that like well, – Chris Paul to get his. Yeah. I think he deserves like, it. Like we had four in a row with Warriors Cavs. and it was just like it was because it was like LeBron versus like an all-star Wings greatest team ever and now it's like I guess we're doing that again almost where it's just Phoenix and Milwaukee because who's gonna stop Phoenix
0: needs to win it now because there's only a matter of time before Chris Paul dies not literally
1: not literally but I'm talking about his injury I also think they need to limit him through the series because he died in the finals last year and they need to like when they're playing like the Clippers or New Orleans or something, he needs to play like 30 minutes a game. When he's playing, When they're playing even yeah, like Dallas, Booker maybe, take over. let, yeah, Booker, take let over. Booker and Aiton do their thing. Kick and, and all day long. And let like, Chris Paul be there for the conference final and the finals yeah, when he's fully healthy that? and you really need him. Have him be there for that. Yeah. But We're still
0: waiting for Chris Paul to have his moment. Like his yeah. moment. Yeah, he, he almost had it with, with Houston. Houston, I know. And I know. he got hurt. And I thought for a minute there, I didn't have them going to the finals last year uh, when they beat the Lakers. I thought – it's a pretty big moment for Chris Paul to beat LeBron and a Lakers team yeah. like this in the first round, you know? Yeah. Um, but then they made it to the finals. I was like, oh, shit, maybe that, this is, is going to be his moment. And I thought the series was competitive. I just thought they just kind of got yeah. overwhelmed at the end there. I'm really hoping he has. Like, Devin Booker had his moment against the Lakers, right, yeah. where he was just like, no one could stop. Want him to have that time where you go, yep, yeah, there you go, right there. there. Like, if- before there was an argument for Hall of Fame, there's no longer that. Yeah. Gonna, you if,
1: if you had to pick one of those two teams, like if if in yeah. the future, a future me came back and said one of these two teams didn't make the finals, Phoenix Did it, or Milwaukee. Didn't make it. Yeah. Which one do you think is more likely to not make it? Phoenix. You think so? Yes. Okay. Only, That's kind only, of my thing. Is because, because I think, of the track
0: to get there. Yeah. Because, because the I think, thing, I, here's the thing milwaukee is playing with such a swagger right yeah. where they're just like we're just kind of there now milwaukee's tough a little bit to uh, because i feel like they're also kind of just coasting and they're just kind of playing ball and yeah. they're just kind of doing their thing but i would say a team like chicago could give them a lot of fits but they're banged up i would say a team that's you know, what i think yeah. it's like
1: like i think cleveland could yes. could throw yes. them fits but they're banged up like i think everyone's yes. kind of hurt mm-hmm. i think they the real struggle will be like Miami, who's yeah. like really healthy, yeah. gets and home really court and then really good defensively. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I think Giannis just in fourth quarters is so good on both ends; yeah. it almost doesn't matter. And he's the biggest star, he's yeah. the biggest guy, right? So, yes, um, I would. I actually
0: think I would have. I would take Phoenix against the Bucks, though. And the only reason I say this is because I think the first year was like, okay, we got we got there. Okay, yeah. no one expects to be here. Now it's this is the goal yeah it it very much feels like a la pistons oh three they get to the eastern conference finals they lose the nets and you go that really should be us Mm -hmm. we're the better team and then the next year they get to the finals they destroy a a good laker team and you're like okay yeah you know what i mean like that's kind of how i feel with this team where it's like you kind of feel that build and now they're like let's go do it yeah that's kind of my thought all right Okie dokie. Last topic of the day. I know this is a this is a banger of an episode. This is a long one. If you ever needed one, um, this is this is a big one. But let's talk about uh, WrestleMania Night Two. Mike, you got the show card pulled up for yes, us? Yes, I do. Okie dokily Alrighty then. Um, Night Two better than Night One? Good as Night One? Not as good as Night One? I would all? say
1: not as good. Yeah. I also wonder though if it was like because we watched it in different places. Yeah. I don't know how much of effect watching in a theater yeah. changes it than watching it at home. Yeah. I don't know if it would have made it better or worse. Yeah. Like for night one specifically, yeah, yeah. like if we were watching both at home, mm-hmm. would night one have been as crazy good as we thought it was? Like right, right. watching it at home? Yeah. I don't know. I think night two was worse in yeah, general. I would, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. But I don't think it was necessarily bad. I, mean, I will say better. this is probably one well, of the better WrestleMania. The second best of the thirties, probably. I think people like thirty or thirty one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: one of those two. Mm-hmm. I think I think like thirty is really iconic yeah, in a lot of for ways. A lot of reasons, yeah. yeah. Uh, thirty one was just a really solid top to bottom show. I think for the most part, yeah. Uh, but I think this one is definitely like at least second or third mm-hmm. for in the thirties. So yeah, like, I
0: mean, uh, yeah, I this is this is the best WrestleMania in at least five years. Yeah, since 30, yeah, 30, yeah, 30 yeah, 31, I, I mean, So yeah, whatever that mean, was, like, six seven years. It's, yeah. it's... 36 didn't get your first shot, but... No, but, like, I just think, like, overall, like, you're just like, this
1: is a pretty good show all the way through. This was a fun show. This is a really fun show. Yes. Um. But anyway, oh, yeah, also the Raw after Mania was not very good. No, was not. They hyped it up a lot to to have a good, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, there was a couple segments that I enjoyed. Overall, though, no. But anyway, uh, so we had the Raw Tag Team 3-Way. Uh, RK Bro beating Alpha Academy and Street Profits in a very solid. It got four, more, was good. four and a quarter stars. This it was really a really good. fun opener. Yeah. This is one of those where I was like, if you just had one card and you put this one and probably the world title on it, and even the Pat McAfee match, I think you could have had a banger WrestleMania <laughs> show. But,
0: you know, yeah. they had to split them this, up. So this this one was, was really there. good, though. Orton and and, uh, and Riddle are really good. And I'm hoping with this whole Usos are going to Raw this week and all this stuff, by the time you're you may have already seen this, but – I'm hoping this is where we see a turn because they're so popular right now. Mm-hmm. And what a better time to turn Orton heel or riddle. I don't think you can really do riddle. I think it'd be tough, but like to turn Orton here on riddle, mm-hmm. have a great feud. Riddle comes out on top to end it. Maybe at like a SummerSlam or something. And like, man, do you have a star riddle going in? And I think you make it's like, no, we're on, yeah. on such a high. You just said you were friends, all this stuff. And then, I think
1: the one thing is I heard reports that Orton is just having so much fun with yeah. this RK bro thing that I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know. if they told him like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna turn heel, I don't know if you could say no technically. Yeah. But like I think he's having such a fun time that I don't think he'd want to. Yeah. But if if they have all the tag titles and you just lost to them, it's mm-hmm. kinda hard to really like, let me go re challenge them. Yeah, I guess saying, like it's like weird saying. to sit do yeah. that. So that's I am saying
0: maybe they don't win clean and then the USOs get the titles and that way you, you can explain it, that kind of thing.
1: I don't know. There's a lot yeah. of ways you can do it. Um. so next we had Bobby Lashley versus Omos went next. six minutes next. got one and a half stars whatever. Next, or half full MVP half though one being star
0: MVP okay. being paired with Omos is going to help Omos a yeah ton. but Omos is just yeah kind of surprised we're keeping Bobby babyface though
1: uh, Knoxville defeated Sami Zayn in 14 minutes. I did not watch this. That I had hilarious. I had no intention. Like I thought it was hilarious. It was, afterwards, I saw that a big mousetrap came out, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. What's but... funny
0: is the mousetrap didn't work there correctly, and Knoxville knew how to fix it. And the, the joke was, Knoxville's fallen on so many of these, or he's messed with these so many times, he knew exactly what was wrong with it, and he fixed it, and it smacked Sami Zayn. I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, Had a big hand at one point, smacked Sami Zayn. You know, Sami Zayn took a brutal bump through a table with mousetraps on it yeah it's he right did yeah, yeah, himself yeah, he that did. was tough but knoxville got his ass kicked in this a couple mm-hmm. times um but this was really solid i think it's once again it is a epitomization of how good Sami zane is mm-hmm. as an entertainer
1: that's yes. that's where it comes from so uh the women's tag team 4 a match a um, whole bunch of people in this match. Your girl got it. But Sasha Banks finally yeah. wins got at WrestleMania. Won. Thank got God. It only yeah. took like seven tries. This but it was okay. a fine match. This yeah, whatever. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it was 10 minutes, got two and a half stars. It was a match, but then we go right into Banger City where he had Edge versus AJ Styles, Edge beating AJ Styles via Damian Priest interference, which was wild.
0: He just stood there, that was the thing that was weird. yeah, he was and like, He was like, up, I'm up, hit the spear. Although this was really good, I think Seth and Cody was better. If we're talking about like, if you're looking for yeah. the, two, the two matches that were like, we're, we're gonna put on a banger wrestling match, yeah, Cody and Seth was better. better thought oh, this was a little bit slow at times, um, but I think that's just kind of the style
1: that they both kind of work at this point. AJ yes. has
0: the high spots like that he yeah. kind of works, but he's not really oh, like the that's kind of, flippy dippy anymore. That's
1: kind of the thing like with Edge. She yeah. like everyone gets like oh Edge versus this guy, but I'm yeah. like Edge runs a lot of slow matches nowadays, yeah. right? So it's like it's not but you like get the, the moments. We yeah. we
0: had the build. I did feel like they left something else, yeah. Though. And if we're assuming we're going to get this at Backlash because they're still feuding, Priest and AJ's going to fight and all that stuff, as we're kind of establishing Edge's new faction, which I'm really enjoying, um, I think we're going to get another one out of this. And I, I would hazard a guess to say the one, if, if we're assuming it's at Backlash, I bet it's better than the one at Mania. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, so that was cool. I like yeah. that. Uh, Ridge Holland and Sheamus Pete, the new day, happened. happen.
0: That's the only problem with night two. I had with this is that there was a couple matches on here where you could go. I don't. I, there's not even anything. Like, I didn't want to see the Mysterio versus Miz and Paul, but at least there's a celebrity. And, All right, let's just. And it turned into something good. A something lot good. of these
1: were like I don't care, and it wasn't it was good. Two so. minutes. I yeah. Mean, it's,
0: it's, it's, whatever. We got him on the show. Yep. Uh, him.
1: Pat McAfee defeating Austin Theory. This got three and three quarter stars. McAfee this was, was wild. This was great.
0: McAfee looked amazing in this. Yeah. The backflip lands it yeah was like oh my gosh what a moment i didn't like the fact he didn't come out in actual wrestling gear though Mm -hmm. that irked me just a little bit i'm like you we've seen you wear Mm -hmm. knee pads and like come out yeah like respect the fact of where you're at however crowd was super into it yeah theory looked like a star mcafee went over clean the vince stuff afterwards i was losing my mind with this stuff and if you can't enjoy that i understand it's not a five-star banger thing but think about what just happened we saw vince mcmahon in a wrestling match at 76 years old and then we got to see him to get receive the worst stone cold center saying, what? in the history of the world and it was hilarious. The funny thing was, his
1: awesome theory may have taken it the best ever oh, know, right yeah. before that. He jumps out he, of the room. Yeah, he jumped oh. over like the top. He almost flew up to the ceiling. Pulls a rock via
0: a la 17 or 19 and then comes out. And then Vince, trying to take a good one, uh, anticipating too soon
1: yeah. the drop, he
0: fell and then he kind of like got up. He was like, We're just going to. Just... ring, yeah. And then you see Stone Colds laughing the entire time. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. It's a moment. Mm-hmm. And and guess what? When Vince McMahon is no longer with us, God willing, it's one of those things where you go, if if you can't appreciate that moment, mm-hmm. the biggest storyline ever, ever. Nothing's ever going to top that, Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. You're never going to top it. To have that in Dallas, Stone Cold just had a match the night before. No one expected Stone Cold out that night. Yeah. All that stuff, I get it. The match between him and Matthew
1: was terrible. No one cares. Yeah, I got negative two stars. Of course it did. <laughs>
0: why was it even rated? You know what I mean? It's like it a, went oh, over Oh on. no, wait,
1: yeah. I don't know why usually if it's under five it doesn't get rated, so I don't know. But
0: like but, okay. everything about it was awesome. And I and I will fight anybody, anybody who wants to say, Well that was stupid. Guess what? Then you take your this you take this way too seriously, number one. Mm-hmm. And two, you just sometimes have to go and say, This is just kind of cool mm-hmm. and it's kinda funny. And this is a moment wrestlemania mm-hmm. is about moments mm-hmm. and this was a great moment i will i will fight that to
1: anybody plus i thought McAfee and theory itself i thought it was a great moment. yeah that was really good and then our half made event the wwe title universal title unification winner takes all a lot of words yeah a lot of not, not a lot happened but uh roman reigns uh beat brock lesnar in 12 minutes which was not expected now i will say it looked weird at near the end and it looked rushed however after seeing like pictures online it looks like roman got legitimately hurt at the end it looked like he popped something out yeah and uh, during it looked like like what it looked like was i don't know why but like lesnar had like the the kimura thing in right and it was a kind of like a fake one and then he had his hand on the rope and he like clenched it back for a second yeah. and it looked like he wasn't like supposed to clench it that far back yeah. and it like popped his shoulder like Roman's yeah. shoulder out uh-huh. and then Roman was sitting there he was like Uh-oh. because he was talking to Paul yeah. and obviously I think it's like fake the whole time yeah. but he was like my shoulder's out like yeah. I can't move like I right, can't do it right. and then and Heyman's Paul's like you can do and it and Heyman's Come like on. you got it you got yeah, it and yeah. I thought that was like real or I thought that was like their scripted talk or whatever and I was like wait he's probably actually like bro I'm yeah. like in pain right now and I can't do this I kind of actually think they set these guys up for failure a little bit
0: because when you... Now, we we talked about last week, right, the match placement of everything, mm-hmm. right? In this particular case, knowing we just saw Theory and, and McAfee have a great little yeah. thing, the McMahon stuff, the crowd was hot. The yeah. crowd was buzzing. Stone Cold in Dallas, you're not going to get much bigger than that. Yeah. I think this would have been the one time where WWE putting on New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland to... Give a five to ten minute let up, yeah, and then to go into the main event, I think would have really helped here mm-hmm. because you come up, all oh, everyone's going crazy, they're laughing their ass off because Vince just took the worst stunner ever. Stone Cold's doing the beer thing, McAfee even gets in with the stun, all that stuff. There's so much that happened in a 20 minute span to then have to go, okay, we gotta reset and we gotta go into the world title picture now. I think that was really hard for people in that moment to do that, and mm-hmm. for you to go like, "Oh, this is a lot of fun!" Like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy too." Okay, this is serious business. This is for the world titles. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they hurt themselves just a little bit here. I don't know what anybody was expecting match wise. I thought yeah. they could have went a little bit longer. I thought that was yeah. my big, that was my biggest. I think thing. like
1: they could have been more like brutal and physical, yeah. but also like knowing if he actually gets hurt there. It's, like, how much more are you going to do? Like, right. you're not going to start taking, yeah. like, F5s when your shoulder's out of place. Right. Like, like there's not a lot more that you could have done and when your shoulder you, gets and, out. And,
0: honestly, you're trying to protect both guys yeah. from a storyline perspective. You're going to have Lesnar just get killed in five minutes? Or yeah. like my, and so, so that was the other thing, too, is I was a little nervous. I was like, I, was I didn't cool. want to see it be a finish fest. Yeah. So that was my only concern. I didn't want to see eight F5s. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the fact they used as many Superman punches as they did. Yeah. Now, that's almost kind of becoming... Just like, this like the thing, thing where yeah. he just used 12 of them all right. the time that's now, a, but that's fine. But like, I thought they did a really nice job. He hits the spear one, two, he thinks he's got it. Lesnar kicks out, mm-hmm. they go into the Kimura. That I wish we would have just gotten a little bit more mm-hmm. instead of immediately boom, boom, spear, and we're done. I was yeah, like, whoa, that was a little bit, yeah, I it just felt were... rushed. I don't think people were ready. Well, like, I was that. ready for
1: the kick, like, I think yeah, a lot of people was, were like, yeah. All right, he's gonna kick out, we're gonna yeah. get a little more, and then he pinned him. I was like,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh. it felt uh, very much like Taker Lesnar, where like he just hit it and everyone's like, okay, Taker's gonna kick out. Yeah, and then we're gonna, then we're gonna to do a little up. more. Yeah, and, and then, then, then he just beat him and everybody went, Oh shit, he won. Yeah. Like, and so I think I think they were gonna be hard pressed. I disagree vehemently with anybody saying, Well, they're forcing Lesnar and Reigns down our throat. Tell me anybody else that would have drawn that that could have made this match feel as big as it did. They're the two biggest guys yeah, in the company. I'm sorry. I understand. Listen, I'm not all about seeing the same main event three times, okay? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, anybody going to tell me at 19 we didn't want to see Rock, Rock Austin again?
1: Yeah.
0: It's just not a thing. And I'm sorry, but like, I, I refuse to be like, well, they're forcing rains down our throat.
1: As, yeah, like I said, okay, so, like, <laughs> to that I and mean, we talked about it with, like, a whole yeah. bunch of, like, oh, yeah. do-over. If you told me in a year at All Out yeah. that you're going to get... Bucks, Lucha Bros in the main event for the tag titles, yeah. and that's the third time we've yeah. got, fourth time on pay-per-view right. we've gotten it. I don't think anyone's going to sit there and go, oh, dang, man, we're yeah. right. getting okay, this match. I think the only problem slightly with the, with the idea of them getting it three is that the first one I think was like pretty good yes I would agree second, second one was really bad yeah and I think people are like this is just not like a great it's
0: not a great match
1: great match no. yes and so when you're ending Wrestlemania yes. after having you know the Cody Seth yes. match the mm-hmm. AJ stuff whatever you're having all these like really good matches and you end with like the trilogy match but it's like it's a... Well, I, and yeah, I think that's I, I, the yes. problem that people yes. have. I don't necessarily mind that because it's the biggest attraction, model, like you said. That yeah. I don't care that you get it three or four times. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like. No, I would agree with you. The match quality. If, like, I think the match quality could have been better. If you gave me like Cena Reigns three times, yeah. I would be told like I'd be like, "There's no complaining here" because that's gonna be three really, really, really yes. good matches, right? I just think yes. that Lesnar and Reigns don't always put on a spectacular no. and, match, and, and, and I, agree I agree with
0: that. A hundred, I agree with that a hundred thousand percent.
1: Yes, um, that's my only yo, caveat to no, yeah, that.
0: I, I'm with you for, I'm with you for that for sure. I did feel like it was a little
1: bit rushed at the end. I, I thought it was honestly, rushed, and like I would say, when you look back and you go, okay, the three times that they wrestled, yeah. two out of the three were like at best average or below yeah, average. Exactly. That's not really the best for I, a trilogy fight, think, but yeah. You
0: know. And I think also, and we talk about this, and this is a, it's a principle of the show at this point. It was a little bit hurt, I think, because everybody kind of knew that yes. there's no way Brock is winning this yes, year. He's going home. He's going to go chill for a little while. And also, I think in WWE's mind, I kind of think they also knew that the fans kind of felt like that. And So they were like, "Let's." Just, everybody knows where we're trying to go. So why, why do this whole bell and whistle thing when we can just – Kind of get to the point a little bit, and I know that sounds weird like, oh, they phoned it in. I'm not saying they phoned it in, but like, I think they knew it was kind of like we got to get the match in the ring, yeah. And we got it's a means to an end, yes, where we have to anoint Roman as the next legitimate transcendent guy, mm-hmm. Hogan, Rock Austin, Cena, Reigns. That's what this match was meant to be, mm-hmm. and the fact that we got there. And now so they, they have, have to follow them. it up, clearly. Yeah. But the, the fact that we got there, there I think, is more important than what we saw in the ring in this particular, particular. Yeah. moment. And, and that's, that's kind, kind of where I was about. like... And I also, also I disagree thoroughly with the notion of, well, they, they're just, just forcing reins down our throat. throat. You're, You're not, not going to tell me there's anybody else in the entire industry right now that has conveys the level of emotion, good or bad, that roman does you're, you're not, not going to tell me otherwise he's got the scene he's getting to the point where we got the cena's awesome cena sucks chance yeah that's where we're getting to yeah so i'm not, not going to say now years past you could totally agree that okay they're really pushing roman and those people are not buying yeah. it it's not the same guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like his style has changed his appearance has changed his, his the way he talks the way you walk everything's different I am totally against the, well, they're just forcing down their throat. There's nobody else to do this with.
1: Yeah. See, here's the thing is I don't think they're like forcing you down their throat. Now I think you can have the mindset like I do. This next year is going to be tough. Yeah. Like I think, like, I think I like to counter that to a very slightly degree is I'm not mad that they're forcing you down their throat or by any means, like I don't think Mm -hmm. they're doing that at all. I just not, I'm not the biggest like fan of, of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like and especially like you like you just said like this next year is gonna be unless yeah. Cody gives you a little something something in the middle there yeah. I think most of this year is Which gonna could be happen. it's Which gonna could be happen. very like okay yeah. Shinsuke is gonna come out you're gonna have a match be a good match but mm-hmm. all the way up until presumably Rocket Mania right. it's gonna be very okay you know what's gonna happen here. but
0: I will say this and, and this is our, to kind of cap this off here okay is that. You are now looking at a scenario where, okay, Roman is now going to be on both shows Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future, right? You've got AJ. You've got Cody. You've got Seth. You've got Bobby. You've got got Kevin Owens. You've got Shinsuke. You've got got, um, Edge, technically, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to go that route. There's a lot of guys that you can now repackage, right, in different ways like we see Roman AJ now it's totally different than 2 years ago mm-hmm. so i think they're going to have enough
1: behind it
0: now now i think that's good cuz yeah. i think
1: bringing the brands together yes. slightly i think helps cuz just yes. on smackdown no, i'm like oh, i'm done. I'm, over, I'm over the Cesaro's yeah. and oh, those I'm guys sorry. drew McIntyre's another one Yeah. so, so
0: we i think the they're going to have a little bit more room to grow here and i think that i do, do think, think at some, some point he has to lose, lose. that's, that's going to be important mm mm-hmm. mhm but, but when, when is it, it going to happen? happen? And I think that in itself a little bit is the you, you, you better not miss a pay-per-view. You better not miss one because, because at any time it can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the part I think they're kind of playing a little bit. So overall, give me a grade for, for WrestleMania this year. Overall, just the totality. Two um,
1: I'd probably say like a B-minus.
0: Yeah. B. i I'm going to give it a straight B. Something I think this like is the better WrestleMania we've seen in a long time. Fucking straight wrestling. Ne- WrestleMania has never been about that. Yeah, for the most part now. But I thought this was a really, really good show. I left watching WrestleMania this year, and I was like, I was thoroughly en- – I thoroughly enjoyed the entire show basically top to bottom. Yeah. For the relatively. most part. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I didn't, there was never a point long-term, you know, the two-minute matches I don't care about. But, like, overall we go – well, we had like a four-stretch match here where it's like, mm-hmm. this is rough. Like this yeah. is not good. I didn't get that the entire time. I I was thoroughly entertained from start to finish. I, I really don't have any complaints with it.
1: Yeah, not really. No. So
0: overall, I, I I'd say good show. Hopefully they can build off of it mm-hmm. from
1: there. Let's let's hope. Now that's the big part.
0: Yeah, that's uh, can hope. they write? Let's for hope. All right, that's gonna be it for this week's show, guys. Long episode. We had a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, we're on almost two hours here today. But you got all the best content you could ever possibly ask for. So that's gonna be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he is the Merksome Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan, Robin Deika, and we will see you guys as always next time.